Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. It is the Rizzuto Show presented by the Fast Lane. There's number one. Nice work, man. Uh, obviously, we're missing a key component to the uh, the Rizzuto Show. It's a man named Riz. He is on vacation. As of today, we will check in with him from the beach. He said he's not doing any excursions, but I sincerely doubt that. I bet he is. I got a feeling he's going straight to the parasailing. Mm-hmm. He's going to wait in line and get ready for the, the most fun excursion that one can have on any beach. So he'll be down in Mexico. Hopefully he's he's avoiding that uh, the red tide or whatever it is, the the blob of seaweed. Ooh, I want to see if it's down that far. Yeah, they said they said it was going to be down in the Gulf of Mexico. I know Florida's Florida's worried about it. Yeah, I, I know that for sure. But we're going to get to everything that we can today. Uh, you know, the usual, the crap on celebrities, the uh, the freak of the week recap and all that. But hey, guys, happy St. Patrick's Day! Happy oh, St. Patrick's Day! Thank we are you. with our good friend Mike. Hey guys. Mike Leahy over here, Mike Leahy STL on social media. And then, of course, King Scott joins me to my left. Howdy. He is wearing a cowboy hat and sunglasses. Well, I was really, listen, about probably about 9 o'clock last night, I was trying to put myself to bed, and I had the most beautiful thought. I, th- I thought to myself, oh, well, at least Scott will be dressed up like a leprechaun in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I, and, then, and then I go, well, maybe not. But then, honestly, in my brain, I thought, Chances are he's probably not going to let me down. I thought really you were going to come in with full leprechaun gear. Well, I'm, I'm a natural leprechaun, so yeah, I got my hair, I got the whole thing. So this I is one of those it. days. This is one of those days we're supposed to dress up. We are supposed to have green on, and uh, I realized that I don't have any green on, but I'm wearing a lot of blue, and I found out in my St. Patrick's Day research that blue is okay, and I'll tell you why. So if you're one of those guys like me that forgot 
and has to make up some, like, oh, I got green on my socks, I got mm -hmm. green on my underwear. Mike, you don't seem like a guy that owns a lot of green. No. I have a troll on, or a leprechaun on my shirt. He does oh, have a leprechaun on his shirt. And it looks just hey. like me. Yeah. <laughs> that works just fine. Yeah. I guess you have the red hair. You do have green in your in your yeah. plaid here, so yeah, you're doing little, okay. And my green sweater, I washed it last night, and I forgot to put it in the dryer, so it's uh, that's why I'm not wearing uh, that. Ah, okay. Well, before, did, ah. was one of our freaks from Ireland? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fe we'll, feather fun. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the uh, freak of the week in just a bit. But before that, let's just let's just do a little, you know, St. Patrick's Day talk. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And unless you've been under, living under a rock or the Blarney Stone, you already know that March seventeenth is St. Patrick's Day, affectionately known as St. Patty's Day. One day each year that everybody and anybody can call themselves Irish, if not by birthright, then in spirit, especially when you're. Dealing with the beer. St. Patrick's Day is celebrated in more countries around the world than any other single National Day festival. Wow. Largely due to America's enthusiasm for what may consider, uh, for what they may consider a holiday. Although, it's not an official holiday in America. Didn't know that. I That's didn't know weird. that either. It's on all the calendars, but, yeah. you know. Come on. We need that to be official. Obviously, parades are the heartbeat. I'm looking at the news right here. They're already showing last year's uh, uh, parades, and it just gets bigger and bigger every year, it seems. That's the heartbeat of the St. Patty's Day festivities in America. Not surprising, since the first parade held in St. Patty's honor uh, took place in America, not in Ireland. We're getting a little facts today. Yeah, I'm you're learning all kinds of stuff. Where do the sense. snakes come in? Well, I was just say, in the U.S., we don't have snakes like they do in Ireland, so that's why they would do it here. It's safer. In 1601, the at the now St. Augustine, Florida, the first actual St. Patrick's Day parade took place in America. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was the first uh, celebration. The first parade wasn't until 1737, although it was pretty much just a stroll down the middle of the street in... Boston by a few so Irish Protestants. Come one, one do another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a parade. <laughs> uh, the fir first St. Patty's Day parade in New York City was held in 1762, 14 years before the signing of the Declaration of Independence, and was organized by Irish troops serving in British colonies. Today, the world's biggest St. Patty's Day celebration is the annual parade in New York City, where more than 2 million spectators line in the parade route, all claiming to be Irish at least for the day. <laughs> well. So everybody knows those people, it's going to be, they're going to be in head-to-toe green. Like yep. they have a shirt that's only worn once a, once a year, green shoes, maybe a green hat. Is it, uh, and I should know this because I'm, I'm Irish, but is, uh, is it a big deal in Ireland? You know, I don't know. I mean, I have I have some stats here, and and we were talking about like you know how Cinco de Mayo is so huge here, and how I, I did this festival down in Panama where they were trying to make Fourth of July, the American Independence uh -huh. Day, this big giant beer festival. You know, like to, to to capitalize on the fun. Sure, everybody goes out and dresses like Americans, and uh, we all we all know those people that refuse to be festive. Anybody here just like refuse? Like I said, I don't think you own all that much green, so you're not like. Protesting the, the yeah the no, wear green thing. I'll get into it a little. Yeah, I, I'll celebrate. Um, I'm I'm gonna go glamping. Well, <laughs> well that's what I'm doing to celebrate. The traditional. Are you, are, you going, yeah. are you going camping this weekend, dude? I'm going glamping. Well, today's gonna be chilly. We'll get to the weather later. Oh yeah, it's cold. Uh, but what are most people <laughs> doing? According to a new survey, about half of us are planning to celebrate St. Patty's Day in some way. Eighty percent of those people plan to wear green today. Eighty percent. Of course, uh, that could be minimal. Could be just green socks or. You know, some, some sort of stripe or something like that. Here's a few other stats. The average person only plans to spend $44 on St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Huh. Pro probably just beer and, and what, maybe 
some green pretzels or something. That's yeah. that's probably the most reasonable holiday, huh? It really yeah, is. I like that. This is one that I can get behind. About half of Americans say they'll celebrate in some way. Uh, so with that, they're saying about six point eight five billion dollars will be will be spent specifically on this. Nice by Americans. Uh, that's way more than the leprechaun's pot of gold. One estimate claims the current market value for a pot of gold is a thousand. One ounce gold coins, that is $1.84 million. Not bad. You yeah, ever, that's a good chunk. You ever wonder what that would be What that oh, would be worth? Every time I see a rainbow, I wonder. <laughs> every porta potty <laughs> That's about $1.1 million after taxes. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is the third most popular drinking day behind what? Uh, Fourth of July and Cinco? the Thanksgiving thing? Wrong and wrong. Oh, wrong. Gosh. Behind, Christmas. Guys, come on. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. I thought Fourth of July was the number one. And... New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because you have champagne. That said, St. Patrick's Day is number one Man. for beer, for the beer drink. Something else that's kind of neat about St. Patty's Day is it's one day you can goose ladies and not get in trouble. Because if they're not wearing green, you can goose them. Pinching is allowed, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yep. You guys. Legally. I do not, I do not, I do not subscribe. <laughs> 88% of Americans say they're interested in traveling to Ireland to celebrate St. Patrick's Day at some point. 31% of Americans plan to cook a special dinner on St. Patty's Day as opposed to uh, just having Hot Pockets again. Again. <laughs> yes. I, I, don't, I don't know what we're doing tonight. It's Friday, so it's Friday movie night. Friday couple, family movie night. A couple bowls of Lucky Charms. Yeah. Well, we're, like I said, we're celebrating. We're go you know, it's a big day for me, obviously. Uh, so we're going glamping, and uh, we made tacos. We're going to have that tonight. So <laughs> I'm honestly not, Irish. I'm not sure if I've ever had Lucky Charms. What? What? No, I mean, I remember as a kid, uh, my neighbor, so we, we didn't do, like, the cereals all that much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Cheerios and Grape Nuts guy. Oh, that's Everybody right. pokes yeah, fun yeah. at me. <laughs> Um, but I do remember at the neighbor's house digging for just the marshmallows. So yeah. I'm sure I've had just the marshmallows, but I don't think I've ever had a bowl of Lucky Charms. They're good, man. man. I'm they still are. into them. It's not only marshmallows, right? It's just no, the, it's yeah, little, not wood. What are they? Little. <laughs> yeah, they're basically wood. <laughs> it's particle board. Pieces, that's yeah. chopped. And you said you never had any um, uh, cavities or anything, right? Uh, I think I've had a couple. Oh, okay. I'm going to say maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah the, the, big, yeah. The, the basics. Did you know you can get cavities in your front teeth? Yeah, no. sure. You can get cavities in any teeth. Like in the, like I didn't know. Just little guys, yeah. Never thought about it. Never yeah. thought about it. Just uh, just paid yeah. for those. The weirdest cavity I've Not ever got is uh, my rear end. Yeah, here. No. <laughs> Bracing myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, if you're looking for a nudge to eat some cabbage, it's really healthy, actually. A pound of cabbage has 109 calories, 0.5 grams of fat. Six grams of protein is also rich source of vitamin C, K, fiber, and potassium. I, for one, will not be engaging in cabbage. Mm. If somebody no? else is making it, I will. I love it, Dude, but I, I never made it. Cabbage is so good, and if you need a good uh, recipe for some boiled cabbage, let me know. I got uh, some good stuff. This may come as a surprise. What's, what state do you think has the highest concentration of Irish people? Boston. Yeah, Massachusetts. Uh, oh, yeah. Wrong California. Wrong. No, it's actually New Hampshire. New mm. Hampshire. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. That is quite interesting. Also, oh, speaking of Lucky Charms, I got a list here of the top 10 Lucky Charms uh, in Ireland. And uh, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, apparently, in Ireland, the, the, the Lucky Charm really is underwear. That is a, a, an actual Lucky Charm. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't even know what that means necessarily. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a big thing there. And in a survey, 2,000 adults, 38% of people... Said that they personally have Lucky Charms of their own. Like you know, the, remember remember back in the eighties, every every place we went, the gift shops had rabbits' feet. Yeah, yeah. remember that? Because those are so. So does this mean lucky. that Irish people are walking around with 
lucky underwear in their pocket? I no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess Give that's. Given that underwear rub before the big bingo game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31% of people think Lucky Charms completely useless. Like no no superstitious sort of items yeah. or, or, or lucky items. Uh, in the U.S., people prepared for their festive outfit by searching stuff like green shirt, green sweatshirt, green crop top, green sweater, and green jeans, but no green underwear. So that, that's, that stayed in Ireland. And if you do wear green, go to Krispy Kreme. Participating locations apparently are offering a free... Original glazed donut. Oh, well. Wow. That's if, the biggest whoa, news whoa. of the day. Whoa, whoa. If you show up wearing green. Psh, I'll dress like okay. a full-fledged leprechaun for two of those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the top ways we celebrate St. Patrick's Day are by wearing green, eating Irish food, pinching people who don't wear green, and getting hammered. Uh, let's see. Good day. You guys have Irish descent at all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I have ascent and descent. What's What's the percentage? I don't know uh, for sure, but on my dad's side of the family, I believe his grandpa was from Ireland, so it's pretty close. Leahy is the family name, which is Irish. Oh yeah. Oh Leahy, yeah. Oh yeah. You do the uh, you do the the chromosomal thing, the the twenty three and me. I haven't yet. I haven't yet, but I do own my great grandpa's shillelagh, so that's uh, I know what's that? that? It's like the little wooden stick that the uh, Irish guys, like a little leprechaun, would carry. Little wooden stick with knobs on it. What? Look, How will, cool we, will you look that? that up? Put that Pull on up the screen. Pull up a shillelagh. How do you spell shillelagh? Dude, I don't know. What's it What's it used for? Is it a cane? It's a, it's Is it a like weapon? It's a walking stick, yeah. Okay. It's like a little knobby, little knobby walking stick. Okay. And you have one? I have my, gr- um, I guess it would be my great-grandpa's or maybe my great-great-grandpa's. Man, that's yeah. that's kind of awesome. Here's, it is. Here's some traditions. Obviously, wearing green, the whole wear green or risk getting pinched thing likely began in America, and going back to that, or going beyond that, uh, St. Patrick's Day, him, or St. Patrick himself was originally associated with Snakes. the color blue. Oh, blue. That's how you get ah. blue. The color blue. St. Patrick himself was originally associated with the color blue. So if you accidentally wore everything blue today, <laughs> like myself. That was just like his favorite color or what? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go any deeper than that. What do you want from me? I'm filling in. This is the, the Rizzuto Show presented by the Fastlane. Uh, drinking beer, especially green beer. Drinking in bars and pubs on St. Patrick's Day wasn't even allowed in Ireland until the 1970s. What? Green beer is believed to have been invented in New York City in the early 1900s. I've done that a couple times and um, not good. What, what is the, just the food green dye? beer? Yeah, just just food dye. But yeah, and when I was yeah. young, in my twenties, I remember a couple bars. You'd get the pitcher, and it would be green, and uh, it always seemed to make me a little sick. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had green beer. You're not missing anything. Okay, I've done. I used to back in the day do the Irish uh, coffees. Oh yeah. On today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, other than other than Guinness and uh, what are the whatever the variations of Guinness are. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I never really. Had. Although there is an Irish ale. And uh, this was the beer that changed everything for me. And I don't, I don't, I don't drink beer anymore. But I was late to the game. You know, most of you guys were were doing it. Uh, you know, at 21 and mm-hmm. and just after 21, of course. Uh, but I was I was touring for years and years before I even tried a beer, man. And um, when I did, it was like a pilsner. You know, I think it was in Jamaica or something. Maybe a Red Stripe or maybe like a Budweiser or something. It was it was something along those lines. And it didn't like it didn't fancy me, as you guys always say. You know, it's an acquired taste, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the pilsner thing and. And I eventually acquired that taste pretty well, but didn't think it was for me. Stayed, steered clear of it, you know, just in case it was in the family because I'm adopted. I didn't know. And I was like, I'm just going to stay safe and whatever. Then I found myself, you know, obviously surrounded by partying for, for years and years and, and, and drinking uh, on the tour bus and, 
and all that. And what made me decide to really kind of change everything, what opened the gates, if you will, was I was in, I was in England and I was at this bar with, with our crew and with our band. And this, this, uh, you know, first of all, over in England, they got the pulls, you know, where they're yeah. actually like kind of cranking beer in, into it. And it's not necessarily cold. Sometimes yeah, it's, it's kind, kind of, of a room, room temperature. Yeah, almost Guinness. a lukewarm, like room temperature sort of thing. And, but the Guinness pours always looked so attractive. Yeah. It's just the color didn't to me. And then my guitar tech goes up and he gets this thing and they pull it and it's an Irish ale. It's called Caffrey's Irish Ale. And man, as it poured, it was like, it was like the sun shined down <laughs> on, on this beer. And he brings it over. And he takes takes a drink, and it's got the foam. It's an Irish ale, so it's got that head on the top, you know. And it, it got on my upper lip, or it got on his upper lip. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, "That looks really good." It was like Excalibur in the stone, the sword in the stone, you know. You, oh. There's a real art to that kind of pouring over there in those yeah. pubs. And it made it so attractive that I tried it, and it changed it changed everything. It made me an absolute beer uh, beer fan. Made you an absolute alcoholic. Yeah. No, no, well, <laughs> just a, just a beer nerd. But that started it all. Thomas Caffrey's Irish That's, ale. Mine was up in Quebec City, and uh, we went to this pub, and I had not really got into drinking. We'd had some fruity drinks, Moon and I had, and then, uh, so we went there, and my buddy's like, you gotta try, he's like, I don't think you like Guinness, but you gotta try this, I think it was Smithwick, I don't know, some other Irish ale thing, and I tried it, it wasn't that great, and he's like, here, trade me. You try the Guinness, and I tried that, and instantly was like, it just unlocked everything. You're like, whoa! Yeah, and they've got it in. This it is where it's at. Yeah, I like I like Guinness a lot. I was drinking it a lot for a while. It's kind of like a little meal. I remember <laughs> yeah. there was there was one point when I was living in L.A., and some guy I met this uh, this old old African guy, and he said to me, um, "Where I come from, we drink two Guinness every day for our blood sugar." And I said, well, that makes enough sense to me. And so I did that for like two years. <laughs> some random guy says something to you. And some old, your, old African guy your, with your, an accent, so I trusted him. And, uh, your uh, nutritional approach so then for was two, forever changed. For at least two years, I would stop at the bar every day and be like, well, it's just, you know, because they had a buy one, get one Guinness deal. And I would be like, I'll just drink two Guinness in the middle of the day for my blood sugar. <laughs> and I think my blood sugar's fine. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> look, you look good to me, man. Thanks. Those were the old days. I don't. I don't do that anymore. Corned beef and cabbage. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, again. That's an American thing. In Ireland, it's more common to eat lamb, ham, bacon, all of that instead of corned beef. Oh, who knew? Uh, and Saint Patrick himself. While it's true Saint Patrick is the primary patron saint of Ireland, he was actually British. We'll get into a little bit of that history. <laughs> so you're telling of me it's course. a blue British guy? Well, <laughs> instead of a green Irish guy, it's an interesting, uh, interesting story. He was actually brought over to Ireland as a slave. It's quite, quite, quite. That the wild explains story. his accent. And is the snake story true? Did, I'm not even sure. Snakes? I don't even know what the snake story is. Uh, that, that, I thought he chased. The oh, snakes that's out of right. Ireland. Yeah, no, no, no. There, that's that's something that happened in Ireland. Well, yeah, we we we'll we'll get into that. And we'll Google it. Look it up. Yeah, <laughs> Google it. I uh, just wanted to say thank you for everybody uh, just uh, supporting us these last few few months uh, as the show. And honestly, for being here today. I know this is a little bit weird without Rizzuto here, but we're going to do our absolute best. And, uh, you know, be might be a little shaky here and there with as far as the system and all the all the different buttons and the, you know. Um, Are they working? And they're not working. <coughs> hey, let, me, let me make sure they're working. Let's see. Yeah. Let's test things out. How's how's this? All right. It's a fail. Yeah. Preview of things to come. So, yeah. I, real quick, sorry to interrupt. Real quick, uh, this says there was no snakes in Ireland, so we know nothing about St. Patrick's Wow. Okay. It had nothing to do with snakes. There was a blue guy from Britain. <laughs> a blue guy. 
Oh my the gosh. Smurf. Well, uh, like I said, we're going to try to keep everything as normal as possible, even though Rizzuto is not here. So this is The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. You can still call us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. You can always email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com, and then hit us on that uh, instant feedback on the Point mobile app. Um, I did see this. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, We talk about social media and how it can kind of get people in hot water later in life and in their jobs. Uh, sometimes they can be taken out of context and used against somebody, you know, maybe you don't necessarily uh, connect the dots. And sometimes, like in this case, they can be used to connect the dots in court. Mm. Listen to this. What's the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Honey, I love you, but said I do. Oh. <laughs> Not my mistake. I love my wife. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> So, on Family Feud, this guy was asked the question, what was his biggest mistake? And he said, I, you know, saying I do. (laughs) A man in Illinois accused of killing his estranged wife made a disparaging joke about the marriage years earlier on Family Feud. Oh, no. That is Timothy uh, Bleefnik during an appearance on the game show. I will play that again. Listen, listen. Can you imagine? This guy's arrested and accused of killing his estranged wife. What's the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Honey, I love you, but said I do. Oh. <laughs> Not my mistake. I love my wife. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and with that, let's get into the uh, Freak of the Week. This was, honestly, as, as expected, one of the most ridiculous ass kickings we have ever had in Freak of the Week. Makes it easy. Mike, I'm going to have you read the ads. Yep. Uh, we'll just go in order from third place to first. And uh, third place, nominee number one, <laughs> with a respectable 7.9%. Let's hear Orlando Plume. Looking for, uh, I'm sorry, Feather Fun, man for woman, 47 years old, Ireland. There you go. Hey. Looking for an open-minded lady who wants to frolic around the farm with me. Here's the catch. You'll have to be wearing my homemade backdoor plug made with 100% real peacock feathers. It took me a couple months to gather all the material, and now that it's ready, I'm looking forward to that special lady wearing it out. I'll be chasing you through the pastures while you're wearing nothing but the plug. I can't wait to get that plumage in motion. We'll run around for a bit. We'll take care of each other when I catch you. Rest, eat, and then run around again. It's going to be so much fun. Here's to hoping the feathers stay affixed to the plug. I know I did a great job. I have some homemade Mountain Dew we can drink to loosen up a bit. <laughs> See you soon. All right, that is uh, nominee number three. I'm sorry, nominee number one, third place, 7.9% Orlando Plume. <laughs> Your runner-up, second place, nominee number two with only 8.3% Nobert Plant. <laughs> Boss for new hire, man for woman, 49 years old, Toronto, Canada. I am the head of sales at a certain company that you for sure have heard of, and I've been turned on by a recent new hire. She's quite frankly one of the sexiest girls I've ever laid eyes on. I decided that since I'm recently single and have an empty house, it's the perfect time to live out my fantasy there. Do you want a job? You'll be compensated with a salary and love. I'll pay you good money. To be my new underling. You will clean the house, dust, and polish every knob in the house daily. 
You will have to polish the knobs, even if some of my buddies are over for a work meeting. You will get a fully furnished bedroom all to yourself. It's my daughter's room, and so every other weekend you'll have to stay in my room and pretend we're a couple in case she asks. Please be disease-free, burnette, thin, and pretty. Anyone can apply except Armenians. <laughs> Must be willing to do any task that I ask. I'll do a background check, so please send references when you email. Send a nude pic, too. I don't want any gross surprises. Yikes, that was Nobbert Plant. Great names, by the way. Yeah, the, the, chat room was, the chat room was on fire yesterday. Yes. On fire. And your winner, and I can't find the, the music for the, the, the winner music because... I don't know, he's hidden that under a desk somewhere. I'll go get somewhere. a guitar, guitar real quick. Is nominee, uh, nominee, nominee number three, Susan Boyle, 83.8%. 10 to you, female for anyone, 46 years old, Revel Stroke, British Columbia. I've been a nurse in a nursing home for a few years. I really love the job and helping people live out their final days in a great place. My one problem is how turned on I get when I have to clean a person. The smells, textures, and how I have to clean my nails from the random mess. It's so exciting. I <laughs> never know what the day will bring. I've been into scat and golden shower play for a while. However, it doesn't get me turned on like it used to. Though I still welcome that, of course. I'm ready to go further. I'm looking forward, I'm sorry, I'm looking for someone that has boils or warts that I can drain. Oh my gosh. I want to taste and feel those masses when we get together. This may be odd, but I promise it will be beautiful. I can send you a pic of me to let you know that I'm a big, beautiful lady. I don't know how much I can do this, guys. That's a lot for the early morning. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that is a lot. That is your winner, Susan Boyle. Uh, again, we're going to get to everything that we can. Crap on celebrities after the break, but first let's do this. And your Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, a proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshots.net. Uh, I'm sorry, hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Josh Ragland of St. Peter's, Missouri. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the team. Hang on, let me get, let me get you a button that really makes, makes this all worthwhile. Let me do it again. Josh Ragland of St. Peter's, Missouri. Yeah, you guys didn't clap. Uh, welcome to the team. He is, uh, he's, he's got a great song for later today. Josh has been listening to the Rizzuto Show since the beginning. He's a local beer distributor and spends a lot of time on the road, and he loves listening to Help the Day Fly By. Josh has a great Jeff story as well for his buddy's birthday back in 96. Josh wrote a letter, yes, a letter, to, Jess, uh, to Jeff, asking if they could come in and be a guest audience on the morning of his friend's birthday. In normal Jeff, fa Jeff fashion, he graciously obliged and was able to give Josh's friend a birthday he'll never forget. <laughs> How cool awesome. is that? Man? How incredible is that? Josh's number is Oh no, I'm sorry. That's where that's where he stops. Oh. He is the Team Riz <laughs> member of the day. Don't forget you can sign up as well 1057thepoint.com/ Team Riz. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, 
light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at GoToDobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. GoToDobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 314 relief That's 314 relief Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. Hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? You can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world, technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centric can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months and military men and women. You could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. That's Centric. Change your life in four months. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair, and Colchesterville Fence Deck we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. 
And if you mention the Red Star this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? You're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 1057 The Point. Welcome back to the Rizzuto Show, sponsored or presented by The Fast Lane. Mike Leahy here is sitting in with us. Hey, what up, gang? King Scott to my left. Word. Yes. As, as you've noticed, uh, Rizzuto is not here. He is, uh, I actually just got a message on my watch saying that he has landed in Mexico. And he's ready to call in. I mean, this is a, this is a <laughs> really he's going to call in right now. I think so. This oh, is a rare right, thing. So let's uh, let me get him on the phone. I'm working Very with this exciting. system a little bit. Hopefully, I have it loud enough. Let's see. Okay, somebody's on a jet ski. Riz, this is what happened when you guys called me. Riz, he's already, he's already getting into it, man. You can't hear us. <laughs> He's already got that jet ski rented. Or? Well, man. Okay, I guess he was he was waiting on hold for too long. Yeah, and jet skis are way there. cheaper if you rent in the six o'clock hour. He might have been in the sky on a parasail at this <gasps> point. I thought he said he was just going to relax on the beach this whole time. There's no way. Oh man, how bothersome. Well, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll catch up with him later, I'm sure. And now, crap on celebrities. Well, let's get to uh, some crap on celebrities. You know what? First. Before we do that, let's actually get into a little back back in the day. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this and, and, and redo it. Let's let's redo it. Back this. it up for let's, back in the day. Let's do back in the day. A thousand five hundred and sixty-two years ago. This is four hundred and sixty-one, year four six one. Good Saint year. Saint Patrick died. Oh, oh that, goodness. That, <laughs> sad. 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 Good job, dude. <laughs> sad Wait, of all days. Of all days to celebrate <laughs> such a thing. Uh, no, let me see. Uh, St. Patrick died. The patron saint of Ireland wasn't even born Irish. He was actually a kidnapped slave from Britain. Uh, and the first St. Patrick's Day parade wasn't celebrated until 1762 in America. What do you know? Uh, 125 years ago, in 1898, Irish-born John Holland invented the modern submarine for the U.S. military. His sub submerged off Staten Island, New York, for three hours. I don't have any details what happened after that. Well, it sunk after a meatball fall out, fell out of it. <laughs> 28 years ago in 1995, the first vaccine for chickenpox was approved in the U.S. Anybody have chickenpox as a kid? I think I got yeah. it like in 86. Yeah, right after that. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I got it when it was hip. Did you, uh, did you ever connect the dots? I had this one friend that would always come with like wiped off marker or wiped off pen. No. Because no, I guess funny. he was connecting the dots. As a kid, and then his parents would catch him and say, "You can't, you can't go to school like that." <laughs> <laughs> this was after he was like healed, you know. Yeah, but it was scars like, and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Twenty-five years ago, in 1998, Van Halen released mm, the album Three, featuring the vocal stylings of extreme singer Gary Sharon. Oh now, yeah. I put a couple ums in there because uh, the article that I was reading and getting this from, it said uh, the mediocre album 3 and the mediocre vi- vocal stylings. Oh yeah. And I don't think that's appreciated. Wow. See, I would have maybe called it the forgotten that's three, it. Because I it. didn't remember it. I'm not saying it's bad, but people forget about the Gary years of Van Halen. Yeah, and Gary's great. And Van Halen's great. Can Van Halen do anything wrong? No, they're, they're all right. I think not. 24 years ago, 1999, a panel of experts concluded that, quote, marijuana has medical benefits, unquote, for people suffering from cancer and AIDS. 
Uh, 18 years ago in 2005, Lil' Kim was convicted of federal perjury charges for lying to a grand jury about a 2001 shootout that went down outside Manhattan radio station Hot 97 back in 2001. She was sentenced to a year and one day. The Rizzuto no. Show. Crap on celebrities. Now we can do it. Yeah. Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen. Did you guys see this? No. Attacked while he was standing outside the Four Seasons Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Now, I know you think I'm going somewhere with a joke, and I'm not. The, de- the dude was attacked. Yikes. A 19-year-old Ohioan, uh, Ohioan, is that how you say it? Ohioan? Ohioan. Ohioan. The guy's from Ohio. His name is Max Hartley. He allegedly ran at full speed and knocked Rick to the ground where he hit his head. A woman tried to intervene, and then he assaulted her, even dragging the woman back outside the hotel when she tried to escape into the lobby. Following the attacks, 911 callers reported they apprehended Hartley after he tried to break a restaurant's window by throwing chairs through it. He was caught later vandalizing cars in a parking lot of another hotel. Wow. He has been charged with abuse of an elderly because Rick Allen is 59 uh, and and a disabled adult with great harm. No word on Allen's condition. He lost his arm in 1984 that in that car accident. He was in town to play the Seminole Hard Rock uh, the lawyer for the arrested man didn't comment on what provoked the attacks, uh, but said he's a good guy. And uh, witnesses say that Hartley uh, was heavily intoxicated, yeah. or seemingly heavily I wonder if he was, did it say at the top of that that he was a fan, or they don't know if there was... I got nothing on that. So he, it might have been a random... Man, was he just celebrating St. Patty's a little early? Just I having think a so. good time? <laughs> man, I don't know. He was going through... Um, I mean, all sorts of stuff. Th- throwing chairs through windows, vandalizing cars. I mean, this is a, just a... Yeah, just a troublemaker. Yeah. I guess you got to go big, right? This is a wild outing. By the way, um, thanks for tweeting over. We were just talking about the... Because uh, it's St. Patrick's Day, so we'll keep going back to it. Terry on Twitter texted over the Irish shillelagh. You said you yeah. you, you have one passed down from a great-grandfather? Yeah. That is a weapon, my friend. It's cool looking, yeah. huh? It's so cool looking. Yeah, give that... you a little bonk on the head with that. <laughs> Well, I don't know what this is made out of. Okay, so a, a club or Irish walking stick crafted from the stout knobby branches of trees, which are shaped into heavy hitting ends. Oh, my gosh. With varying lengths of handle. Blackthorn and oak, especially the root, are commonly used to craft shillelaghs. This is this is a weapon. This, yeah. is, this is a cane. It's an Irish fighting stick. And a defensive... A defensive piece. Yeah, that and is. If you ever get in a UFC, you could change your last name to Shillelagh. Hey, Shillelagh. Speaking, Shillelagh. Shillelagh. speaking of changing names. Yeah. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott filed to legally change their son's name from Wolf Jacques, uh, sorry, Wolf Jacques Webster to Air Webster. A uh, I R E. So they have a, they've they've done this petition. In the petition, <laughs> they, they say they regret the initial name choice and quote, now that they've had a chance to spend time with the baby, they believe the name Air is a better fit. I like the idea of them sitting in bed together and then the gal goes, I don't know if Wolf Jacques is the right name. Maybe we should change it. Yeah, I wonder who brought it up. Because that's gotta be <laughs> it's gotta be a difficult conversation to, yeah. to kick off. Yeah, remember how I said I liked Wolf Jock? Well, I don't. Man, I, I don't know. Wolf- they were watching Air Bud when it ha- when they had that realization. <laughs> oh my god. Just name him Air. But there Wolf was a stretch so where cool. everything was named. You know, Woof, something was in the title with Woof, like yes. uh, Selena Gomez to whoever. They all had Woof stuff, so maybe it was cool at the moment. Yeah. And now there's that new Nike movie coming out about Air. 
Where those shoes are made in air or something. So A I R E. I thought Wolf was was a super cool name. Yeah, yeah I thought Wolf cool. would be awesome, man. You gotta uh, say Wolf. Uh, speaking of awesome, if you grew up in the '80s, you probably remember um, at least hearing about those Faces of Death movies. Did you guys ever see those things? <laughs> I never I saw my two. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where. I'll let you. I'll see where you're going with this because no, no, I no. think about them all the time now. I do too. Because it used to be like such a thing that if you saw that once in your life. And now, a random scroll, you see things that are ten times worse than that crap yeah, on that movie. Yeah, ten times. But but that was such a that was such a shocking thing, especially for kids. And I feel like only kids were like passing that stuff around. And I don't even remember what did it was it a VHS? Yeah, yeah. there was I think there was two of them, maybe, maybe a couple volumes, but it was VHS, and they were just it was like old stock footage of weird death. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but a lot of it it wasn't even. I don't think was even that gruesome necessarily. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was, yeah. No, but yeah, I don't even want to talk about the details because they've been seared in my mind. There yeah. were things that nobody should see, especially as oh. a kid, especially believing that they were true. Remember, those were supposedly documentaries yeah. that showed real scenes of humans and dying. Uh, yeah. a- That's what it dying. was. Turned out, a lot of the footage was faked. Now, when they say a lot of the footage was faked. I don't know what that means. Are they talking about 50%? They talking about 30%? They talking about 99%? Yeah. Not sure. Anyway, two years ago, there was talk that a movie based on the franchise was in the works, and that is still happening. Uh, we just found out that uh, Barbie Ferreira from Euphoria, and uh, I don't know how you say this guy's name, uh, D-A-C-R-E, is it Dacry? Dacra Montgomery from Stranger Things. That's a cool name, too, if I can say it. The filmmakers are calling the movie, quote, an exploration of cycles of violence and the way they perpetuate themselves online. Oh, good. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, that's the truth is that, um, I mean, we don't know if these people are dying in all these clips that we see, but I would assume a lot of them are. At least, you know, you see these crazy violent clips on oh, uh, all these social man. medias, and then there's no beginning and no end. Just somebody falls off a truck, and you're like, I think I just saw someone die. Yeah, yeah. how often do you go and, like, type it in, like, uh, man falls off truck in you know, yeah, Ireland or whatever, and you find it on... Read it and they'll update you and they'll say, yeah, he was in the hospital for three days. He's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, you know, because we come across that stuff all the time. People send it to us for news, you know, and we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're scouring for, for news and all that. So we always used to see that. And recently, man, I got to say, like, I'm the nerd that, like, even on Instagram, it, it goes by and says, uh, warning, graphic, graphic, whatever. I, I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna, I'm not bothering. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm serious. Like, I, Riz Good. used to, you know, Riz's face when we would show him, you know, a gymnast, like, snapping a knee or something Shocking. like that. You know, he, he would always just, like lose his mind I'm I'm with him now I can't watch it I yeah. don't watch it that's the biggest change yeah, yeah. that's healthy it seems to be doing me doing me well I just I can't handle it anymore uh, after starring in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and the Goonies as the kid uh, Ki Hui Kwan was ready for his career to skyrocket and then it just didn't so even though he just won an Oscar for everything everywhere all at mm. once he is still quote really scared his career is going to stall again he says I've been down this road before, and I'm so afraid that history is going to repeat itself. Mm. I said to my agent, please, whatever you do, please, please make sure that does not happen. Mm. So he's worried about that. Quan actually had a conversation about it with uh, Kate Blanchett at a recent event. She gave him this advice. Just go with your heart and be irresponsible. Don't worry about what other people think. Choose something that you believe in. Choose something that you love, and things will work out. Which sounds that's like great cool. advice to somebody that's getting offers. It sounds like he wasn't getting offers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After he was well, he's also he forgot. Like, there's a a weird time span where you're a little kid, and everyone loves that, and then you might get into teenager, early adulthood, and then uh, the Hollywood things like, well, you don't have anything for you right now, 
And then folks return, you know, like uh, what's his face from the Sixth Sense? He disappeared for a while, right? And once he got into like his 30s of that, all of a sudden he came back in full force because he looked like a middle-aged man and that's he tough. got roles. That's like tough crazy. stuff though, because they haven't seen you since you were a kid. Yeah, so yeah. Not, but I mean, now he's relevant. His foot's in the door. He'll be fine. Yep. Speaking of some 80s nostalgia, fellow nerds, prepare yourself. Let me get the audio ready for this because uh, this is. I don't know. Are you a Star Wars guy? Star Wars? No. Is I'm a good movie. <clears throat> no. No. I mean, I'm not against it. I just don't. I'm just not really. I'm not against it. Well, (laughs) at this year's South by Southwest Festival, Disney Parks and Experiences Chairman Josh DiAmaro showed off the next best thing. It is a lightsaber with a blade that actually expands and retracts and is lit up just like the ones in the Star Wars movies. It actually makes noises as well. This thing is incredible looking. I'm, I'm... I, I hate to just constantly get ripped back into the nerdum. <laughs> the nerd. I saw the video you're talking about. Dude. I, don't, I don't understand what it what it is. How I, I, I want to see this. I don't it either. Looks like um, it's not a it's not like a piece of plastic or something comes out. It looks like a, a laser light that comes out and stops. It, and it's, it's not, like a And it goes slowly. It's it's incredible. And and, and the, the 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 video. We'll post the video on the blog. You're close enough to just be in awe of the thing. Yeah. And far enough to go. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I mean, like, if you hit somebody with it, does it go through them? Does it, like, break the light, or is it, like, a, a solid piece of... It cuts them in half. Yeah, that's... Have you not we... seen the film? I haven't Wait, is seen this it. The... Don't spoil them for me. Uh, I, uh, uh, DeMario uh, told the crowd, I have the coolest job in the world. I'm holding a real lightsaber. Here's the guy and the gal from Disney presenting it. It's a true wow moment for our guests and for me. I love firing this thing up as much as I possibly can. (laughs) This was a hard project. This was not easy, but it was absolutely worth it because as you can see, you know, this is a way to feel like you're in a film. It is such an iconic moment. The sound is incredible. It, It really does look cool. We'll put the video up on the blog, like I said. The bad news. At the moment, Disney has no plans to sell it. No plans to sell these things. For now, they are being used, though, by some of the actors at the parks and attractions. Yeah, for kids that misbehave. (laughs) This is it. Uh, Sorry, Linkin Park fans, which includes myself. Sorry, not sorry, because I agree with Mike Shinoda here. Mike Shinoda shot down any hope of seeing a Chester Bennington hologram someday. He said, well, you know what? I'll let him I'll let him let him speak for himself. For me, that's a clear no. Like I'm not, I'm not into that. I've heard ABBA, for example, they're doing a hologram show and they're still alive. So they're all still here. And yet they want to do it this way because they want to transport you back to that moment in time where those songs were new and it was the, you know, whatever era it was. I completely agree with him. I don't know about you guys. Uh, yeah, it's not for Linkin Park to be holograms, I think. Um, I think that I, I'm, I am a hologram head. I like holograms. I want to, I've want i never seen one, but I really want to. And I've watched a lot of footage of the Roy Orbison hologram and the ABBA holograms. And um, I think it could be real fun, you know. But I'm just saying for, for old-time bands, you know. I don't, I don't I think, think it would be that But their style, it would fit nicely with that. You know, they kind of have that electronic thing, and they could do it every once in a while where it just comes out real cool in their live presence. And I it under, could be cool, I, but yeah. I understand what that. I understand that point because they have a, such an amazing live show. I, I think they I think can really do something. I think that's a good point, but this is such a personality-heavy band. Yeah, that's that, a good that point. I think that that cancels it. 
Yeah. I, I think that yeah. cancels it a bit. Now, and, and, and Mike, you were the first one to really share the, the hologram experience, awe, and, uh, and so, kind of the, the attitude and spirit towards it. Kind of changed my mind, actually, uh, a, a little bit. I would not like to see this, and I don't want to see an artist that suddenly passes away and people are taking advantage of it without him writing or her writing, yeah. hey, when I'm gone, keep making money with a hologram yeah. thing. But the ABBA thing, when you were mentioning that a couple weeks ago, you did make it sound awesome, and I, and I see what you're saying. I, yeah, yeah, there's something be. to be said for it. But I completely understand why. I mean, you know, the loss of Chester, and then you don't want to be playing next to a hologram of him just a few years later, you know? I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, but it'd be cool if they did that for, live show thing, and at the very end, you just see Chester walk out as they're leaving the stage or something with him. Like, it'd just be, be cool. wild. Yeah. Uh, do you... Do you yeah, wait? That's pretty cool. I'm cool. oh, sorry. Do you wait for a series to end before you start watching it? In the TV world? No, no. Because we're kind of in between that. Some of them are, are doing the, the the dump and run kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. the, the the binge worthy stuff, and some people are doing the, the week to week. Uh, well, if you are not one that um, that that waits until the end, you are not alone. A new survey says 46% of Americans either sometimes or always wait for the series finale before they dive in. Uh, more than a quarter of those people, 27%, say they do it because they're afraid a show will get canceled with an unresolved ending. Uh, that's which, interesting. That's which, true. Which is I guess, but it's if it's entertaining you while you're watching it and it may not end the way you want to, how did it ruin those moments where you're just having fun, like figuring out the mystery and all that kind I of stuff? I think people get burned. I mean, when, when a series drops and you don't get closure on it, you know, I could see why you'd be... I mean, I'm personally, uh, that's happened to me. And Which I'd, show? I'm thinking of that show called Carnival. I don't watch many, I haven't watched many shows, but probably about 10 years ago, HBO made a show called Carnival, Carnival, Carnival. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like an old sideshow kind of thing. And it was so fascinating for two seasons. And then they just canceled it. There was really? No, yeah, uh, there was no, and I'm talking like yeah. I was so invested in it. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that does cross my I mind guess, sometimes. Yeah, you know? I do get that. Because there was a sci-fi show I loved when I was a, a youngster. And it just ended, you know, abruptly, and this alien... You talking about Alf? Yeah. Alf. <laughs> Another Alf joke, yeah. golly. Well, you never get enough The of only one that I can think of that, that really burned me or really hurt was um, this... And it's super cheesy, like super CBS. It's not my style. But I liked I liked how it how it uh, was exploring the, the the theme, and it was called Jericho. Did anybody watch Jericho? I remember... Who's the lead? Jericho was uh, the guy that. with the cool name... Um, uh, it's not Leaf. It's like, uh, oh, he's in Scream, uh, you know, like good-looking dude, like real 90s kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, kind of had a like a, what do you call that, like a butt cut when you're <laughs> with the parts down the middle. Anyways, that guy, um, he's got a crazy cool name. What the heck is it? Anyways, Jericho was on for like a season or two and then just poof, dead. But uh, viewers were so upset. That they actually got them, they convinced them to do like a two-episode wrap-up thing, like a Skeet Ulrich. Skeet yeah. Ulrich, yeah. Maybe it's not a cool name, but <laughs> is that a sentence? <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. Anyways, um, thirty-one percent of adults uh, who use streaming services say that the uh, one to three shows that they had started since February of 2022 have been canceled. So a lot of people getting burned. A lot yeah. of people with unsettled plot lines. Uh, Twenty-four percent do it because they hate finishing a season that ends with a cliffhanger and waiting, having to wait till the next season to see how it's resolved. You know what? I see what they're saying, but man, I, I really like that. I, I really like that. And I, I like the excitement of when something comes back. When House of Dragon comes back, I'm I'm really excited. Yeah. Ted Lasso just started again this week. We were really excited. We, we, we were talking about it. My wife and I were talking about it for five days. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Perry Mason's back on HBO. I don't know if you saw the first season of that. It's very, very no, interesting. I, I didn't. Because I went to, uh, it's, it kind of centers around this 
church that I actually went to in LA and the start of it, and they kind of do their generic version, but it's the same place, the same pastor. Are you saying that they remade Perry Mason? A or new something? Perry Mason? Yeah, it's a whole okay. new Perry Mason. <laughs> Where is it's that? Good. On Tubi? It's on HBO. Wow. It's very I'm heavy. I'm still trying though. to finish the old ones on MeTV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, earlier this month, Netflix announced that a new series is coming to the streaming giant. Guys, this fits with our show. It's called Florida Man. <laughs> Florida Man. We've seen the meme. You've seen the meme. Uh, we've seen the headlines about seemingly singular Florida Man breaking laws in the most creative ways imaginable. Florida Man uh, arrested for this, arrested for that, mostly involving alligators. Well, according to Netflix, the show from Jason Bateman's production company, <laughs> Aggregate Films, aims to, quote, dig way deeper into the swamp than a news snippet can. Wow. The series will reportedly follow, follow one particular man from Florida, Mike Valentine, who is a recovering gambling addict. Valentine reluctantly returned to the Sunshine State after a mob boss sent him to find his missing girlfriend. Throughout the show, Mike gets caught up in some situations uh, that would put some of the best Florida man memes to shame, Netflix says. The show is set to debut April 13th, 2023. That is right around the corner. Somebody put together a video of famous people, by the way, impersonating a celebrity. Let me see if I can get this audio up. This is so funny. Yeah, I'm is, excited for Florida. Is that Florida Man a comedy or is that going to be drama? I bet it's a mix. Yeah. I bet it's a Breaking we'll Badish. We'll put the trailer up on the blog. It's, it's, um, it's not what I thought it was going to be. But it does look, it looks like it's something that's interesting enough to at least check out Is for it 20 minutes. Tulsa King Part 2 or something? Because, you know, he gets sent from New York. He's the mob guy, goes to Tulsa. I, that's the Rambo one? Or the Rambo one. The <laughs> yeah, Sylvester Rambo's one. in it. He's <laughs> odd, dude. Rambo's so good in no, this. No, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen that it's, either. That show is fantastic. You got to see this compilation. And, and I, I, thank you guys for your emails. We've had a whole bunch of compilations sent over, including some, uh, some audio stuff that we're going to play next week. That sounds like so much fun. But this celebrity impersonation. Uh, uh, in front of the actual celebrity oh, is fun. hysterical. Bill Hader doing John Malkovich in front of John Malkovich. Uh, Andy awesome. Samberg impersonating Nick Cage. That one's kind of ridiculous. In front of Nick Cage. Jack Black does uh, The Rock in front of The Rock. And Jay Farrow does Shaquille O'Neal. And holy smokes. Remember when Jay Farrow was on here and he did Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. It is. He, he nails. <laughs> listen, listen to this. My name is John Malkovich. I don't sound anything like that. No, no, you sound exactly like this. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, yes, you do. Oh, no, no, no. This Nick is calm and stealthy like a ninja warrior. Whereas this Nick is an exaggerated, screaming psychopath. <laughs> just doesn't exist. That's high praise. <laughs> what it takes to be Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. First of all, you're uh, Kathleen from Screen Junkies, right? I never forget a face. I never forget a thing. My mind's like a steel trap. Uh, you know, I wake up at uh, 5 a.m. and uh, do 27,000 rip curls. Uh, there's no time like the present to enjoy your loved ones, your family, things, that, the other thing. And then projects, I got to go. <laughs> wow, that's good. I've been doing Shaq for so long, I can tell you exactly what he's thinking right now. All my friends are saying mean things. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Shaq a big, strong man outside. But soft inside. Shaq hate bullets. Everyone is calling Shaq dumb. But Shaq not dumb. I have a doctorate. Charles is the dumb one. 
Man, that, <laughs> that those perfect. guys are so good. The celebrity, impre- the impressions things in general, obviously I don't have a, the, the voice for that kind of thing necessarily, but last time I said that we had a guest, uh, a comedian that does uh, impressions and kind of taught me a little bit, you know? Yeah. It was uh, Craig Gass. He was kind of giving me a couple Christopher Walken tips and yeah. man, it's such a craft. Such an the incredible craft. The Mark Wahlberg craft. one's awesome. You gotta... Just, oh, yeah, yeah. Craig taught me how to do uh, Paul Stanley. I could never unlock Paul Stanley. I always did, in my head, I did a Paul Stanley impression. Like, all right, let's go here with the Paul Stanley. And then we were at the, well, uh, I, I was like hanging that. out with Craig Gass one time, and he said, um, he's like, you got to do the Paul Stanley. No, it's got to be lower like this. Like in the interview, it's more of a, a kind of a low baritone kind of voice. That's Dang, really that good. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like a high airy, raspy voice that has a deep tone. Yeah, you it's, know. It's really we'll talk unique. it over with Gene. Celebrity birthdays uh, today. John Boyega, for, uh, that's Finn from the new Star Wars movies, is 31. Hozier, that Take Me to Church, which I believe oh, yeah. he, he just announced a tour. And guess where he's from? Where is he from? Indiana. Ireland. Oh, <laughs> look at no, that. No joke in there. He's the cool number of 33. Grimes, you may know her, her song Medieval Warfare from Suicide Squad, or you don't even know her in except for the past love of Elon Musk. She is 35. Ah. Coco, Ice-T's wife, is 44. Justin Hawkins, the lead singer of... The Darkness. The Darkness. Hey, I got an interesting... You want me to tell you a cool fact about He's from Ireland. We know. Move on. No. On this day... His wax uh, figure was debuted there in Ireland. So. Oh. Oh, okay. Got that well. cool fact. No <laughs> lie. It's right there and all in the papers. He's 48. <laughs> Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm is 51, the retired women's soccer star. Uh, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins mastermind in many things these days. A, a, uh, a businessman in the wrestling world as well is 56. Rob Lowe is 59. Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dane from Forrest Gump is 68. Kurt Russell, Wyatt Earp from Tombstone, Amazing. Santa in the yeah. Christmas Chronicles, and Snake... Pliskin from Escape from New York. He is 72. Patrick Duffy from Dallas and Step by Step. Remember the Step by Step dad? Yeah. Yeah. 74 years old. And Patty Boyd, the ex-wife of George Harrison and Eric Clapton. Layla is about her. She is 79 years old. How about that? 72 on Kurt Russell, huh? He looks good. He's yeah, the coolest. He Mike, why don't you give me the uh, porno birthday of the day? Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Roxana Hall. Today's birthday girl has had her shamrock shillelagh in 475 fine films, including Abducted by the Enema Bandit, <laughs> Cornhole Patrol, Backdoor Boogie, <laughs> Anal Teen Horny Force, Bend over and say, ah, the hunchback of nasty dames, and who could forget 30 days in the hole. Roxana is 47 years old. That's your porno, your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on select. Ah, nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in in disrepair and we're trying to put band-aids on it like the railings were loose we have to tell people please for your for your health and safety don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death uh so we, we eventually had to do it we had it we had to bite the bullet we had to call on chestful vents deck and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck they used their own crews they used their own tools um we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield fence deck 
in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Hey, everybody, I'm Kenny Chesney. Wishing you a happy birthday. Today's 105.7 The Point. That's so cool of Ken- Kenny to do that. Very nice. That was, that was super cool. Very cool. We'll get to news in, uh, in just a second. I have on the phone Rizzuto. He's called in from Mexico. Oh, good, good. Yeah, last time we tried to catch him, he was... Uh, he was on a jet ski, I think. I mean, he he must we must have just missed him. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Okay, Riz, Riz, are you there? Riz, Riz, can you hear us? No, no. Is I he... guess he's I guess he's scuba diving. Oh, he, was he really, underwater there? He really is into those excursions. I'll I tell hope you what. his phone fell in the toilet. Maybe. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news sponsored by? Your news sponsored by? I just had it. Martin Jetco Heat and Air. Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. More reliable than your news source. The Dogtown neighborhood is gearing up to celebrate the Irish with the annual St. Patrick's Day Parade. We were looking at... uh, some of the news feed, you know, I guess that was that was B-roll and things from from last year. But man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great, even though it's gonna be cold. It's a good day for it, though. Yeah. This is a good day to bundle up and start drinking. Well, a sea of green packed St. James the Greater Church. Uh, the special mass kicked off a weekend of festivities uh, yesterday, despite the rain and the cold. Safety measures to keep crowds at bay have been underway, including barricades, fencing, and a slew of road closures along the parade route. So know what you're getting into if you're going down there for this or for anything else, really. Uh, the uh, officers from the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department will be patrolling the event with additional officers on foot. Their traffic safety di- safety division is going to assist with uh, street closures and rerouting traffic. Don't forget to be safe out there. And we mentioned yesterday that Breakthrough Beverage Missouri and uh, Jameson Irish Whiskey are partnering with Lyft to offer free rides home in St. Louis from 2 p.m. Friday to 2 a.m. Saturday. Oh, wow. So cool. How far will they go? You know, I don't have the answer to that question, mm. but uh, if you want to do some investigative reporting, go down there and get sloshed. 
I know. It's I'll let you know. Dogtown. Um, have they caught that bear yet at the zoo? Because that's right by Dogtown. This <laughs> oh, could be a bad. <laughs> stab it. One person's gonna go. What? I ain't going now. <laughs> uh, some Florida beachgoers. We were talking about that. That. Um, that sea, that giant wave, they were calling it a blob of mm. seaweed mm-hmm. that's going down there. It's emitting uh, toxic, uh, or, or um, um, what, do, what do you call it? You know, uh, yeah, toxic fumes. Toxic of some fumes, sort? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, making thousands sick or has the potential to make thousands sick, not just from swimming, but even being on the beach, right? Well, you got a pool, man. Get your little pool cleaner out there. You may be yeah. dealing, yeah, you may Help be dealing out. with unexpected encounters with nudists. At a popular stretch of beach oh, no. down in Florida. Hmm. The confusion comes from the fact that last year there were signs marking these beaches for nude sunbathing. What happened to those signs, you ask? Well, they got washed away by a hurricane and never replaced. Oh. So here are some people that are upset because they saw nude beachgoers and were not warned. <laughs> Check this out. Man. It was uncomfortable. She was covering her eyes. And there's big fat guys laying there like this. No, I don't want to see that kind of stuff. There's no law against being nude. Frustrated because there was no sign. There was no warning for us to know what we were going to experience. My husband noticed that they were both doing lewd acts to themselves. Whoa, <laughs> that's hilarious! Yeah, that I don't know why she had to body shame the guy. Would she be happy if it was George Clooney out there naked on the beach? Yeah, no, <laughs> but yeah, it reminded me of uh, college. We got to go on a mission trip down to Mexico, and it was in the Cancun area, and um, which doesn't sound like a vacation. I mean, it doesn't sound like a, a, a whatever, but it was a, a nice little trip down there to help set up some churches. Anyways, we first day we get there get our stuff in the hotel rooms. We immediately run out to the beach, jump in the water. It's so <laughs> awesome. We're having fun, and slowly, one by one, it kind of looked like a far side cartoon <laughs> for you to see, like, the head turn. And we all kind of turn around, and it was just like, you know, all these European ladies and stuff sitting there. Just, just cracks and, everywhere. Yeah, wow. and you're like, ah. Oh. And our, the guy leading was like, Boobs. Just don't look at them. Just look <laughs> Boobs, that cracks, and yeah. tater tots yeah, all over great. the place. That's <laughs> great. Well, so much for the friendly skies. Last summer, an Alaskan Airlines flight was delayed three hours because the two pilots were fighting. Oh. <laughs> and last Sunday, a SkyWest flight from L.A. to Houston was delayed over an hour because two flight attendants got into a brawl. Come on. With each other. ESPN anchor Ashley Brewer was on the flight, and she posted about it on social media. Started before takeoff when a woman in first class requested a seat switch with a person in coach so that she could sit back with her husband. One flight attendant said that was cool, and the other said it was not. (laughs) This ignites an argument between the two flight attendants that escalated to the point where they refused to work together. Brewer said it seemed like they had a prior beef, like she was picking up some tones here. Eventually, a new set of flight attendants were brought onto the plane after the fight went on, uh, and the flight was finally able to take off. Sky West says, we hold all our employees to the highest standards of professionalism and are conducting an internal investigation. And do not subscribe to uh, fighting on the plane. Yeah, let's not be petty, guys. Let's just keep these planes moving. Keep that coffee rolling out. Oh, man, I got some audio for this because this is amazing. I saw this this morning. This guy might be wishing that he had stuck with Tinder. 43-year-old Robert Siegfried lives in southern Wisconsin. Now, this story's going to take a twist or two. Mm. Okay. Hasn't had a lot of luck with online dating. So he recently rented a billboard to find himself a wife. Okay? You got the picture? Okay. He lives in Janesville, about 70 miles outside of Milwaukee. 
the billboard says, Date Robert, Wisconsin's number one eligible bachelor. <laughs> and there's a picture of him in a cowboy hat, a belt buckle, and sunglasses. He basically looks exactly like King Scott does right Don't now. reach out. I'm, I'm taken. All right. So you got the visual. He says, quote, looking for a local honest woman. And there's a phone number that you can call or text to leave him a message. He's planning to rent more billboards over the next few weeks if necessary. No word on how many dates it's gotten him, but he's run into a few hurdles. First, a reporter interviewed him, and he asked her out during the segment. Like sort of seemed like a joke, but she's quite a bit younger and politely declined. This part might be more of a deal breaker, though. Mm. The station covering the story felt the need to list one final detail at the end. They noted that someone filed a restraining order against him last year. Mm. There's no, oh. no details. All we know is that it's a four-year restraining order that's apparently still in effect. Oh. And it wouldn't have come to light if he wasn't on the news about it. He also faced a disorderly conduct charge last year. So anyway, here is, here's some audio from the news report. Check this out. I'd like to walk down the sidewalk on a nice summer day and just hold someone's hand. Dating sites just weren't working for me. Match and Tinder and just none of them were working. I hope people take it serious. I want someone to take it serious. Don't be shy. Call me. He sounds like you could be a Farley brother almost. Pretty pretty wild, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's, that's one way to good. do it. Hey, if you're looking for someone that, you know, can't go back to their ex or anything, this is a guy to get. You know what I was most curious about? How much did the billboards cost? Yeah, that, they can't be yeah. cheap. I don't see, I'm looking, I don't see a picture of the guy. I don't see a picture of the billboard or the guy. But, um, yeah, that can't be cheap. He's, he's putting some coin into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it's all about location, but uh, yeah. billboard's a billboard, right? Uh, Harley-Davidson motorcycle from 1908 sold for $935,000. Wow. Making it the most expensive bike ever sold at an auction. Uh, Meekum Auction in Las Vegas said the motorcycle known as the Strap Tank because of the nickel-plated steel bands that suspend the fuel and oil tanks from its frame, sold for nine hundred and thirty-five grand after fees in a late January auction. Surviving strap tank bank uh, strap tank bikes are rare, and the bike sold for Meekum uh, was an especially unique find. Get this: this bike has a lot of original parts, which makes it way more rare. And the bike was found intact in a Wisconsin barn by a guy in 1941. He then kept it in his possession. For the last 66 years. Wow. Wow. Untouched. Untouched. Wild, huh? That's um, pretty Almost a million dollars after the fees were paid. Uh, scientists finally uh, figured out why we get more, you know, um, I'm sick more in the winter. Remember when mom was saying, don't go outside without your coat, you're going to get sick. Well, as usual, she was right. You might want to grab a scarf too. Scientists say that they think they finally figured out why we get sick more often in the winter. And it has to do with cold weather, specifically cold noses. Your nose is the main entry point for viruses, and it turns out cold air affects how well the immune, uh, the immune cells in there can fight them off. So when a virus gets into your nose, billions of immune cells start scrambling and attack it, right? Mm. The study found that it happens less and less the colder it gets. Research researchers exposed people to 40-degree air for 15 minutes and found that the dropping temperature inside their nose by just 9 degrees killed almost half of those virus-fighting immune cells. Well, we got to get a little... Nose muffles made. Yeah, little, like, a, just a like nose a little, coat. Almost like a yeah. little fuzzy clown nose that you could wear. But this is also <laughs> why you shouldn't pick your nose because you have natural insulation there that just keeps it warm. All yeah. the clowns that I know, they never get sick. I've never yeah, seen no, a clown no. have a sick day. No, yeah, their noses huh. are protected. Uh, that means when the cold air gets in, your immunity drops. So viruses have an easier time replicating and uh, you're more likely to get sick. 
pretty wild. Hey, uh, pay attention here. I was going around the house actually looking at uh, all the different kids' phone charges yesterday. Mm-hmm. Check them. More than 42,000 phone charges have been recalled due to fire hazards with the batteries. Oh. Uh, Fantasia Trading voluntary re- voluntarily recalled its Anchor 535 power banks with the model number A1366 after receiving 10 incident reports of batteries overheating. So I, I think these are the um, the ones that you take camping or on, on the road with you. You know, some of them are solar powered. Some of them you just charge up yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they're the power banks. And we have a few of them, you know. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, when they, when they started getting cheap, we kind of started... Stocking up on them because they're awesome. Uh, according to uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission, one incident does include minor injuries. The chargers were about 70 bucks. They were sold at retailers everywhere Target, uh, Amazon, eBay, everywhere. So if you want to, if you have one of those, you want to get a refund, get some information, go by anchor.com. We'll have all the information up on the blog as well. You can also get additional resources regarding the proper disposal of lithium batteries at the website. Coors Light. If you mainly love beer for the taste, this might be for you, especially, hey, it's St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, good day for it. But if you don't want the buzz, the social component, you're probably reaching for a Coors Light, right? So um, we're, we're, we're talking about N.A. here because Coors Light is now releasing limited edition beer-flavored popsicles. <laughs> Whoa, it took me by surprise there. I didn't think you were going to say popsicles. I thought you were... Popsicles. Wow. Popsicles. They're meant to coincide with March Madness, which just started, and they're non-alcoholic, so the fo- the whole family can what have some cool. What the hell is the point started. of it? Hold on. <laughs> I was I was following you there for a minute. Now you just said because of, because of March Madness, the ba- yep. the basketball. Yes, stuff, March Madness. They decided to make popsicles, <laughs> and they decided to make them beer flavored, but they decided to make sure there's no alcohol in these beer popsicles. Just in case you're watching March Madness yeah. with your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah. good item. Okay. They're called Coors. Coorsicles. Coorsicles. It's a weird. It's, it's weird. It's weirdly worded. Uh, and they're available at more than 800 bars throughout the country. So you can get them at bars. You can also order a six-pack through the online shop. They're only 20 bucks for a six-pack. They're all non-alcoholic. That's what they say. What the hell is the point? Unless you leave, you got If you leave them outside for a while, like in the sun, they'll ferment. So. <laughs> I don't drink alcohol, but I love. I love beer. I love popsicles. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They're releasing only a limited number of them every day. And even though they're non-alcoholic, you do have to be 21 or older. Uh, to enter, you can just go to uh, CoorsLight.com. They're having like a uh, a giveaway. I love a good beer gimmick, huh? Yeah. Popsicles, mm-hmm. why not? It's great, man. A 20-year-old, uh, a 27-year-old Minnesota father walked into a police station Wednesday covered in- I love in- this joke. No, no, no. Covered oh. in blood, admitting oh. that he killed a 77-year-old man that thought he was a sex offender only minutes earlier. Witnesses say they saw the father, Levi Axtell, oh. drive to the elderly man's home smash in a car, and then run into the house. After hearing screams from inside the house, Levi fled the scene. Levi later tells cops that he hit the man over the head with a shovel. He found, and then he finished his victim off by hitting him in the head a couple more times with a large moose antler. Crafty. Cook County officials say the two men had some type of conflict in the past. Levi had alleged that the man had sexually abused children and that he had stalked his 22-month-old daughter. Uh, but nothing has ever been sustained. Uh, as far as the sexual abuse allegations, authorities say there is there there was a case back in the 70s, but offered no details on the case. And finally, the never-ending debate over money-buying happiness surfaced again recently. So a new poll asked, would you rather have a low-paying job that you love or a high-paying job that you hate? King Scott, could you craft a poll on Twitter, mm-hmm. on the Riz Show Twitter? I want you to weigh in on this. Would you rather have a low-paying job that you love, all caps love, or a high-paying job that you hate, all caps hate? 50% 
of people would want a low-paying job that they love. 26% said that they would take the higher-paying job that they hate, and 24% say they're not sure, which is probably the best answer, honestly, because, you know, nobody could be completely happy with either, right? There's, yeah, there's varying degrees of, 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 of hatred and what, it, what toll it takes on you. What, what do you guys say? Got to vote right now. What do you got to say? What do you say? I would, uh, oh God, I'll go with the lower paying job and be a happy bum in blue jeans. Yeah, I think I'm going uh, happy. You, you know, you only get to live once, and that, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I think younger me would have done the less happy and, uh, yeah, 41. But I mean, you got to think, you will be, with money, you'll be happier after those eight hours of work are done. You know, it doesn't say you're not happy. Oh, in good life. point. You're only not happy at work, but then you go home and you're rich. Depends, okay, now depends I'm, now on the I'm job. happy. Now I'll take that. Depends on the job. What if it's a job you hate that like is is a job with that stays with you all the time? Yeah. It costs you sleep, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, hey, for instance, I got I got a friend who was making a lot more money. He got into sales. He was doing all that stuff, and then uh, then he changed and he said, you know what? Now I had a I had a I had a better life and a happier life with half the pay. Working in the warehouse, I'm going back to the warehouse. Yeah, and he went back to the warehouse. And, and, the, and the biggest thing, I think, he, what he what he cited was, I, I get to come home at four thirty or five, and live my life. Like my brain goes, boop, done with work. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, yeah, that is a, that's a, it's an interesting quandary. I want you to weigh in. Put a little twenty four hour poll up there. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it on Monday. So, would you rather high paying job you hate, low paying job you love? Is that good? Perfect. Would you rather? All right. A would you rather? Uh, we'll put a poll up there on Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. It is The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. You can always get a hold of us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The McUltra studio cams are on. We are rocking here with Mike Leahy and King Scott. Yes, it's The Rizzuto Show, and you're not hearing Riz. He is on vacation in Mexico. But we're holding it down, holding it down the best we can. Uh, we're doing everything that we can. Crap on celebrities. Sports coming up later. Uh, that was your news. We're also going to have a fun contest. We have some tickets to give away. We'll play real or fake soccer teams, and we will get to your Friday fail stories in no time. But first, let's do a little song. Uh, King Scott put a wonderful list together. It is St. Patrick's Day. So <laughs> yeah. tie it in. Tie it in with, with Ireland or, or St. Patty's right. Day. Yeah, give us, give us a song it, today, Scott. All right. The Doors. The yes, Doors? I don't know about this. The Ooh. Doors are yet another legendary act whose flame went out before they had a chance to play Ireland. So that's sad. <laughs> Although often categorized as grunge during the early year, the Stone Temple Pilots have a clear psychedelic influence and have covered songs by The Doors. So we're going to go with Stone Temple Pilots, Gasoline. Hey, that doesn't make any sense. I wait, wait, wait. Am so, I'm so Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What? Somewhere along the line, these plans went sideways, and they became an Uber. No, 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 no. An ultra. No, 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 no. Dare I say? Don't do it. Mega. Here we go. Oh no, I missed the button. There it is. <laughs> fail. Fail the There's fail no button. better way to start it than with a fail like that. Uh, your Friday Fail is brought to you by... Morse Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. Um, we have one that's really heavy. I know Riz likes to start off with like the just the, the, the doozies. The doozies. Mm-hmm. I'll wait until the second one. Oh. You've probably seen police show where a uh, uh, you know a cop gets fired but secretly returns to work because he just can't let go of that last case, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is an interesting spin on that. A man in Georgia was arrested for impersonating an officer recently, and it turns out that he used to be a real cop, but he was let go several weeks before. The thing is, when he was caught, he was in uniform, casually directing traffic. Oh. <laughs> Some guy. officers were in the area, and they noticed that he wasn't wearing a patch. They asked him who he was, and he said he was an officer there with the Talbotton Police Department. They called to confirm, and that's when officials said in Talbotton said that he was no longer working for them. Unclear why the guy was directing traffic, <laughs> but he was arrested for impersonating a police officer. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. Fail. Yeah, it's like, like the most good-hearted fail yeah. I think we've ever had. Like but, he was uh, putting the uniform on and helping old ladies across the street. and It's still against man. the law, Mike. <laughs> still against the law. Unless you're doing disco. Okay, so this is uh, this this can be heavy, but it has some, uh, some local relevance here. Cops right. have a dangerous job, but being a criminal might be equally dangerous. In this case, at least. A 35-year-old thief in Oakland, California, was crushed to death by a Prius after trying to steal the catalytic converter. With all these catalytic converter thefts that we've been having, nobody thinks that this could kill you. It happened around 3 in the morning last Friday. Somebody called the cops to report a possible theft. When they got there, too late. Sounds like the guy tried to use a car jack to lift up the Prius, and it slipped. The catalytic converter was still intact, but he had a backpack full of cutting tools next to him. Actually becoming a fairly common thing now, as we know as St. Louisans. Just last Tuesday, a guy in a used car lot in Georgia was crushed to death while stealing a catalytic converter. That's two of these stories in the same week. And a thief in L.A. was killed last month when a woman was sleeping in her SUV, woke up mid-theft, didn't know he was there, started the car, and ran him over. (laughs) Failed. By the way, even the Wienermobile's catalytic converter was stolen last month. What? But that thief survived. Mm-hmm. What? That is that is a true story. A guy in New Hampshire who police say did a burnout 
in front of a trooper before a wild chase that ended in a crash in Hill, New Hampshire, is facing a bunch of criminal charges. A trooper monitoring traffic spotted a vehicle going 82 miles an hour in a 50-mile-an-hour zone. That is against the rules. Hmm. When she tried to stop the super-sweet 1985 uh, Chevy K10 pickup truck, the driver, later identified as 36-year-old John Carter, stopped in the roadway in front of the trooper, did a burnout across the width of the roadway, and accelerated away. Now, I like this story. After a chase through multiple <laughs> roads through town, the chase ended when John crashed into a snowbank, jumped out of the vehicle, and ran away. He was arrested on charges of operating after cer uh, certification as a habitual offender, reckless conduct with a deadly weapon, possession of a controlled drug, dealing prescription drugs, resisting arrest, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, disobeying a police officer, and operating an unregistered motor vehicle. Oh, that's what many did. Wow. Did Failed. Some moonshine in the trunk. I've, I think I've seen that episode of Dukes of Hazzard before. <laughs> uh, nothing cooler than a seafood heist. That's what uh, federal prosecutors say happened in Stanwood. <laughs> a Florida man. There we go with the Florida man. David Subel was charged after he pretended to be a Safeway grocery store representative. Was he, he directing traffic? No, he was directing fake purchase orders to a California seafood company. Prosecutors <laughs> say he ordered hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of king crab and opilio crab in multiple orders. The shipments were then sent to a facility. The district court says Subel then rented a rider truck to pick up the crab order. Payments never went through. They say he placed the order and convinced Arctic Seafood to release $432,000 worth of Russian king crab to the guy. Wow. County deputy, uh, uh, deputies tracked Supel down at a way station and found out that he had already sold some of the stolen seafood to another company in Florida. He works fast. Documents say he tried to flee in Colombia and even bought a one-way plane ticket. Now he is charged with conspiracy to commit interstate transportation Oops. of stolen property. Half a million dollars worth of crap. Failed. Good try, buddy. A yeah. thief in Sacramento attempted to steal a helicopter from an airport and ended up crashing it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I saw the picture. It failed. Did you really? Yeah, just a smashed helicopter on the ground. But not oh. torn to pieces. It just looked like he flipped it over. Uh, I got some audio on this. Here's an FBI agent, FBI Special Agent Sean Reagan, talking about how some of the reasons why someone would want to steal a helicopter. What is the motive? But the scope would be almost anything you can think of. It could be somebody wanting to take uh, an aircraft for a joyride. It could be somebody wanting to uh, take an aircraft to do some sort of other criminal activity with it. Uh, you know, uh, some kind of damage to some other property, whatnot. Terrorism, of course. A guy from Oregon was swept up in a drug raid last week. After getting tips from concerned residents about drug activity at a house, investigators found that meth and counterfeit oxycodone pills were being sold out of the place. One of the guys living there, 27-year-old Zachariah Newcomb, he was arrested on a felony parole violation warrant. They didn't find any drugs on him when he was arrested. But while he was being processed at the jail, they found 20 fentanyl pills wrapped in plastic stuck up his... Oh. Busted. So not only is he in trouble for the parole violation, he is now being charged with introducing contraband into the public safety facility. Introducing. Failed. Man, dude's in a buttload of trouble, I'll oh. tell you what. <laughs> yeah, and that's, uh, how come, you know, you barely touch fentanyl and people die from it, and this guy can... This guy's filling himself up wow. like a pinata, and he's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you went to a cafe called We Spy Coffee and More, you'd probably assume the and more is other drinks, not other things that they're spying on. Hmm. On Saturday, a man was arrested 
a man was in the restroom at We Spy Coffee and More in Florida. He noticed a camera recording him from under the sink. He confronted the employees and called the cops. Police came and arrested a 31-year-old man named Spiridon, and I can't pronounce that. Is that common spelling? Name Spiridon, okay. who was identified as an employee and business partner of the cafe. Yes, his name is Spy. Spiridon, spelled S-P-Y-R-I-D-O-N. His oh. name is Spy, and he was, he was a this. bathroom spy at We Spy Coffee and More. Spy admitted that he placed the camera there and recorded the victim and other males using the restroom. He was doing it for a month. Cops want to talk to everybody else that may have been a victim. Spy, now charged with battery and video voyeurism. Spy failed. No spy. Cannabis has strong ties to Jamaican culture, but it's not a legal free-for-all there. And this person found out the hard way. A 37-year-old American woman busted a couple weeks ago. After trying to bring about 20 ounces of weed into Jamaica. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just in case they're dry down there, she had to <laughs> right. tote her own in. Uh, dude, when I was last in Jamaica, um, went off the uh, the uh, the resort, I, I think twice. Maybe one for like an excursion and one to like just kind of mill Smuggle. about and go, and, and go shopping. And I was offered weed. No less than 50 times. <laughs> Every single corner. But this gal decided to bring it in. When she was caught, she told custom office, uh, uh, customs officers that she wanted to show her Jamaican friends there's better weed in the U.S. <laughs> the woman was from New York and had a license to have marijuana for medicinal purposes, but she did not have permission to have it in Jamaica last week. A court ordered her to pay a fine of 30 grand or do 30 days in jail for importing the drug. Ooh, I would do 30 days in a Jamaican jail. Yeah, you're cool. on the beach, you get to play in the water. R write some songs, make some friends. Ooh, yeah. Learn to bobsled, whatever you're doing down there. It sounds, <laughs> sounds all right. 30 days or 30 grand. What, what about you, Scott? Oh, 30 days for you sure. You take the 30 days? Yes, of yeah. course. In another country? In a Jamaican relaxing prison? Yes. Failed. No. <laughs> you know, it's just a nice vacation place, man. Getting yeah, a red good. stripe and some fried plantains every day oh, for a meal. Good, yeah. right. You are absolutely wrong. A passenger who boarded an Alaska-bound ferry in Bellingham, Washington, has been arrested for attempting to smuggle a hefty amount of tortilla-wrapped meth. Court docs say... Uh, that an Alaska state trooper received a tip about a passenger bringing on at least 10 pounds of meth from Oregon to Alaska. The trooper contacted police in Alaska where a search warrant was granted for the passenger's room last Friday. Police found a duffel bag, over 20 pounds of meth wrapped in fresh tortillas like burritos. The passenger, 43-year-old Michael Davis of Oregon, was taken into custody. That's creative. Fail. Somebody come in your room and go, what are these? And you go, well, clearly that's 43 burritos. That's 43 burritos, man. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> they don't have burritos up in Alaska like we do in Oregon. And those are your fail stories. Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months. Not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You could use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education, 
It's so easy. And Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. Hi, this is Freak. You're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Yes, we are missing Riz, but he is—he's uh, in Mexico. He'll be checking in every once in a while. We try to get a hold of him earlier, but he was uh, scuba diving. I think. He's having fun. He's yeah. just living the life up in that, up in the sky on a parasail under the water <laughs> with the dolphins. We know him. He Green. likes to risk his life as much as possible on vacation. Yeah. Guys, as it likes to have a wet and wild time. That is for sure. You can always get a hold of us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. On the Mick Ultra Studio Cams as well, you can email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. We're joined by Mike Leahy and, of course, King Scott to my left. Word. We're doing our best, guys. We're having a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys listening and supporting us, uh, you know, as we, as, we, uh, as we we do the show without the king. Without the king I'm here. here. That's okay. We're holding down the castle. And it's St. Patrick's Day, and that's a loose day. That's when people want the loosey-goose madness that we're delivering this morning. That's right. We're just having a good time. We appreciate you having a good time with us as well and having a bit of patience. So I say, let's give something away. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh**. today, today we have all sorts of things to give out. Point Fest tickets. Happening uh, May 27th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, of course, featuring Incubus, Coheed and Cambria, The Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, Greek Fire, White Reaper, Band Made, Tiger Cub, and so many more. We also have a few tickets to give out for uh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. July 16th at home uh, at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater with Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and more. And we also have uh, a few more pair of tickets to Jerry Cantrell. Mm-hmm. Next Friday night, March 24th at the factory. You been to the factory yet, Mike? I have not been waiting. Almost made it a couple times, but I've heard great things. It is super sweet. Today we will be playing real or fake professional soccer teams. All right. And it's brought to you by? Brought to you by T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Winsville, and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. Okay, so again, I'm, I'm learning the buttons. We're, we're, we're getting through all that kind of stuff, and we're going to find out how we get the callers on the line. Uh, the following are professional soccer teams, by the way, or at least some of them are. All you have to do is win, or all you have to do to win is correctly identify which ones are the real professional soccer teams and which ones are made up. Two out of three is right. Let us start with, ooh, let's, let's get Terry on the phone. Terry, you there. You got me. All right, it's Terry in Farmington. Okay, Terry, are you ready? I'm going to let Mike take this one. Two out of three, real or fake soccer teams. Here we go. Let's go. Deportivo Moron. Fake. Deportivo Moron is real. That's a real one. (laughs) I told you this is going to be... The moron part for me. This is going to be one of the harder ones. (laughs) Okay. All right, next one up, Joe Public. Joe Public, real or fake professional soccer team? Fake. That is real. Sorry, Terry. We will see you later. (laughs) John. John from Washington. Hey, John. How you doing? 
Happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. It's actually my birthday on Monday. You're you're you're, hey, all right. you're dang near spot on. All right, Mike. All right. How about the Puerto Rico slick kickers? Oh, that's gotta be uh that's gotta be fake. That is one on the board. Oh, I'm sweating. Okay. <laughs> Me too. The next one. Young boys burn. Uh, that's fake. That is real. Young boys. I don't know. If it, we don't know if it's burn, burn a b e r n e, but uh, either 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 way, you are wrong. So either way, it's a bad name for a soccer team. <laughs> right. All right. Your next one. Undersloot vitamin. Oh, that's totally real. That is fake. Oh, gotcha. Is that, oh. is that too is that too wrong for him? That's too wrong. Oh, yeah. goodbye, John. I apologize. Sorry, Charlie. Lindsay from St. Louis. Lindsay, see if you can do Hello. better. See if you can do better than John and Terry. This is a tough game. This All is right. a tough game. All right. All right, Lindsay. Is this real or fake? Real Jamaican me crazy. Uh, I'm gonna say real. That is oh, fake. I know. That, that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but you got to think, well, this has to be the ridiculous one that has to be real. I know. Okay, this next one. Botswana Meat Commission. Bots That's real. Botswana Meat Com Commission. You must know That's your soccer team. Be real. That is real. Right. Locked in on the Meat Commission. She knew that. Must be a sponsor. <laughs> the next one, you got to get this right. Thailand yeah. Tobacco Monopoly. I'm going to go with real again. We have a winner! Yeah! Thailand Tobacco Woo! Monopoly. Hold on, Lindsay. We'll get you some tickets. Finally, a winner. Botswana this... Meat Company. That's... Yeah. Oh, no, Botswana Meat Commission. Commission. E even better. Even better. All right, let's go to Todd in Washington. Todd in Washington, how you doing? Great. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey. All right, is this real or fake? London United FC SC Incorporated. Let's go with real. That is real. Attaboy. London United FC SC Incorporated. What a name. Yeah. All right. How about yonderviews.nl United? Let's do real again. That is oh. fake. One for one. Can he win the tickets? Wanky Colliery FC. <laughs> it's got to be fake. Sorry. Oh. In true is fashion, I hit the wrong button. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. Took a wrong turn at Wanky. <sighs> yeah, Wanky Colliery FC. Real. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look up where that is because I want I want a jersey. Brandon in St. Anne. Good morning. How you doing, man? Doing good. All right, Mike. Let's get it right here. All right, we need you to get this. How about Dynamo Bender? <laughs> Fake. Dynamo Bender is. Real. Oh, man. God. This is one of the toughest games we've ever done. All right. Bounce back here. All right. Here we go. Insurance management bears. Insurance. Real. Management bears are real. You are correct. Insurance management bears. Okay. Is that two right? Nope. That's one wrong, oh, one okay. right. Oh, you got the first one wrong. All right. How about... Yonder's League Hot Funk Juniper FC. Ooh. Fake. That is fake, Brandon. 
Brandon, congratulations, man. That oh my gosh, that is tough. Hold on, we'll get you some tickets. Wow. That's tough. We uh we yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one. We can take one more caller. We have more tickets. Scott, do we have more tickets? All right, we have yeah. more tickets. Let's go with Diego. Diego in St. Louis. How you doing, Diego? I'm doing great. All right. See if you can do this. All right, Diego. How about April twenty fifth sports club? April twenty fifth sports club. April twenty fifth sports club. You say fake it is real. It is real. All right. Let's see if you can bounce back here. All right. How about AFC Richmond? Real. That is fake. fake. That is the team from Tad Lasso. Sorry, Diego. Goodbye. That ends the game. <laughs> we're, we're out of it. The next one was going to be a gimme. It was going to be St. Louis City SC, but man. Those are some tricky ones, man. Weird names in that Very, sport. very, very difficult. But we got some winners. We got some winners. Scott. Scott, come on back in here. Come on back in here, Scott. Come on back in. All right. That's maybe one of the hardest games I think we have ever played. Yeah, I'm surprised people did so well. It seems like a lot of times we can... Uh be a little stingy on giving these tickets away. These questions are tricky, but... And they're cool tickets, too. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, from all those terrible Jane Silent Bob tech pictures, man. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. The Rizzuto Show, presented by The Fast Lane. I'm trying not to miss any of those. I don't want to be the... You're doing good so I, far. I don't want to be the one I'm that misses any eye. fast lane yeah. sponsorships there. Yeah, you've only missed three. You're doing great. Uh, get a hold of us, 314-624-3833, 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. We are live and direct. Mike Leahy is here helping us out. Hey. hey. King Scott to my left. Riz mm. is, uh, well, he's on vacation. He's he's in Mexico. We've 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 talked about this a few times. He, he was talking about it earlier, uh, that he's just not, you know, really into the... Um, the excursions, you know, he likes to go down yeah. there and just sit on the beach. So he said, I'll have plenty of time. I'll have plenty of time to call in and and see what's going on. And I believe he's on the phone. Oh, good. Yeah, he should good. be. We checked line, in earlier. He there. was busy. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to cut out of that. He I, actually did just send me a text. Let me see it real what'd quick. What did he say? What'd he say? Ah, it's in Spanish. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. He's, he's living the life. Yeah. It sounded yeah. to me like he was, you know, that thing you do when you walk out into the waves and you kind of just pretend you're taking in the beauty, but you're really peeing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was doing. I think that's what, yeah, he didn't, he didn't want to talk while he was doing that. Yeah. He feels bad about it. Email the show, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com and give us your instant feedback on the Points mobile app. Uh, let's dive into some listener emails. We've been, uh, been having some great ones, a lot of encouragement. want to thank you guys again, especially for today, tuning in, staying with us. I know the schedule's a little thrown, and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I'm new behind the, the, the buttons and Doing all that. Doing great, boss. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. But I appreciate you, <laughs> appreciate you guys being here and everybody listening and sharing and, and, and supporting the show wherever we go. Uh, the emails <clears throat> brought to you by? Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Needanewmailbox.com. Good morning, lady and gentlemen. Catching up on the podcast hey. and listening to your conversation about which state would you not go to on an all-expense vacation to 49 out of 50 states. Hmm. Mike, if you just off the top of your head, you get an all-expense paid vacation to go through. 49 of the 50 states, which one do you leave out? Uh, I would skip out that little one. 
that little guy you mentioned earlier, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Whoa. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Why that. is that? You don't, like, you don't like the I mean, Irish? Remember that had the uh, the yeah. highest population of Irish? Oh, good point. Yeah. That'd no, be good it's just too. a small little, you know, you drive right through it in 30 minutes, so there's no point in really... But then... <clears throat> I'm sure there's nice things to see there, but... I mean, you're going to go from New York to Vermont, you kind of... Yeah, just get straight to the okay. ice cream up there. Well, Isn't the, Vermont an ice cream place? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's where Jen. Ben and Jerry's is from. Okay, that's where I couldn't know why I thought that. We had all sorts of answers, uh, you know, from Rhode Island to uh, to uh, Alaska. A lot of people say Kansas because it's flat. Well, our emailer, our emailer says, my family has unique perspective into this. From July t- uh, 2002 to August 2003, that's a, a long time, my family went to all 50 states in one year in a 30-foot trailer. For that year, we had no fixed address. My brothers and I were homeschooled, and my parents had quit their jobs as an accountant and a nanny. That's fun. Very fun. I want to see a thing float across the ocean out to Hawaii. You know, it's wild. Is I feel like I, I see a ton of people doing that right now, especially since the pandemic. You know, they're kind of yeah. like reassessing what they want out of their career, yeah. and they're not happy. And they take their family on the road. We, we keep teasing that idea. This was for back in 2002. You've been thinking about that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you could sell the home right now, get a nice RV that matches the home price I have, and park it in beautiful yeah. places all the time and try to figure out how to make cash somewhere. Yeah. E- emailer says, we drove to 49 states, yes, including Alaska, because people always ask, uh, and they flew to Hawaii. My parents love to travel. My dad regularly says there is so much in to, to see in this country. You know what? And I agree with him. I'm mm-hmm. always talking about go, get out there. Every state has something. Yep. There's national parks or state parks. Um, back to the emailer. And people should work to see it as much as they do in Europe and Australia, and et cetera. Yeah. I agree. All that said, my dad believes that people who think Kansas is flat have never driven in Illinois, so that is the proper answer. Illinois should be skipped. Yeah, Illinois is just one big cornfield. That's what this emailer says. Now, you're wrong because that's what I thought because I'm only used to driving St. Louis to Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, southern Illinois, Illinois, you're just going to say, is pretty nice. Southern Illinois is Shawnee National Forest is really special. It's a miniature version of the Wild West in Shawnee. That place is uh, incredible. Yeah. It's really special. You you go there for the first time and you go, this this can't be in in Illinois. Yeah, it's like a magical little pass. Man, that's why this is so tough to pick one. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but I think it'd have to be one of those East Coast places where... Oh, yeah. Let's like, skip an East I know, Coast. Let's skip Delaware? D.C. or something. Uh, right. I'm thinking... Well, what does Delaware have other than, like, the tax Yeah, shelters? I think Delaware would be a good one to skip. Good one, yeah. Or Connecticut. Hey, that's why Wayne's World... Mark Twain's home was there. <laughs> Wayne's World made that moment. You know, we're yeah. in Delaware. <laughs> All right. Hey, fellas, on the podcast, you talked about a class in high school where you learn adult skills. While I agree with certain things like laundry or car repair, I disagree on the finances part. These are taught indirectly through math classes. Also, if people didn't pay attention to math, why are they going to pay attention to something like taxes or mortgages? Anyway, keep up the good work. That's from Brett. Yeah, you got to remember, some of us are terrible the way they teach the math in schools. You know, we do a terrible job. I had one teacher where I actually was the guy that kept getting A's. I understood everything the way he taught it was you know, I understood, but the rest of the time, math was just horrendous for my brain. It didn't work. And uh, so I struggled with that. So I couldn't have paid attention if they taught me any of that stuff there. You got a couple kids in the school system, Mike? I do, yeah. 
Um, they're not up to learning about taxes yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but I mean, would you, do, do you think that would even be effective? I mean, it, it does sound like a good idea. And Brett's making a good point that if they're not paying attention to math, they're not paying attention to mortgages. Yeah. I think maybe to what Scott said, if there's a fun way to do it, if it's not yeah. just looking at numbers on a board, you know, if you're given maybe little forms and scenarios, I could see them teaching these things in a good way that could be helpful. And the way that they do math in school, I mean, there's only a handful of us to become engineers, rocket scientists, isn't this? So it would actually be useful if they switched it to where their like math is about taxes and how to make money and how to do that stuff. You could actually learn how math many, that way. That would be many, beneficial. How many teachers? What, what's the percentage of teacher that you had that was that did it in a fun way? One. <laughs> That's what. I'm, okay. So, like, so it's now one of hiring. The worst. Now hiring Lindbergh school districts uh, yeah. seeking a professional teacher with experience to teach mortgage and taxes in a really fun yes. way. With yeah. whimsy. <laughs> well, there's got to be. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to Mr. Roberts. That guy was absolutely incredible. And something cool, I looked him up online, and he lived out his last days in Australia. I was like, what a neat guy. He's just, right. He was just one of those cool cats. You could just tell. Okay, good morning. Good morning show. Team Riz member Lee here. Friday, March 3rd, a couple conversations about animals. The first was about what to do if attacked by a bear. The second was about a battle royale with different numbers of different animals. <laughs> I've been listening to a podcast called Tooth and Claw, where they cover animal attacks and animal encounters. Oh, wow. One of the hosts is an animal biologist and has a wealth of knowledge. They cover many different animals and what to do in each situation. They also talk about a cage match between each animal they've talked about. It's very informative and entertaining podcast. Love the show, fellas. Uh, three out of five stars, Lee. Thank we you. We love shouting out other podcasts, especially, you know, knowledge-based ones that are fun and whimsical, mm -hmm. can teach you something in a yeah. fun way, like Scott's hey, one teacher. Hey, that's what I need. Is, so, so yeah. is any word on if uh, my my strategies are correct, where I always carry a ball of yarn in case I run into big cats, <laughs> I know all the tickle places on a bear? You'll have to listen to Tooth and Claw to see if they okay. cover the yarn defense. <laughs> Uh, hey, fellas, checking in from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I heard the discussion on fruits I... versus vegetables and wanted to chime in. Fruit is a scientific term, meaning the fruiting body of a plant with seeds, as Moon pointed out. Vegetable is strictly a culinary term and just means plants grown for harvest. This lets lots of food fall into both categories as one is culinary and the other is scientific. Really, the only thing that's important is connotation and context. Yes, a tomato is a fruit. But you don't pull it. You don't put it in fruit salad. All the best, team Riz member Dr. Mark from UNC Chemistry. I Dang like that a one. doctor! That's right. I won't challenge anything there. Dr. Mark, thank that's you, Dr. Awesome. Mark, for the information. I think we've actually learned that before, and that's one of those things that we keep forgetting and we argue over about it. I want to know if he's met Doc Martin. <clears throat> Doc, Doc Mark and Doc Martin. <laughs> yeah, those two would be good buddies. And finally, hey guys, love the show. I was listening the other day when you were talking about popping pimples. Uh, and I have to say, it is so gratifying. No. This no, is the no. emailer, by the way. You don't have to say that. I, I did. I was the only one in the room that was kind of like, don't you get a little bit of satisfaction out of it? You know, like, no? I like the part where if it's, uh, I don't want to see it or anything, but that satisfaction where if you have some kind of infected thing and it's oozy, you know, and you finally get that all cleaned out and it gets all that junk out of there, Ugh. then you just know that person's feeling good no. and they're feeling much better than they did before that happened. But, uh, yeah, no, but it's, it's never mind it's the gross. relief. It's the actual, like, popping of the pimple. That doesn't, that doesn't do nothing for you. If it, it made a funny it. noise, I'd like it. Sometimes it does. Really? Oh, man, in high school, don't you remember, like, shooting the mirror and it, boop? Goo, yeah. Good I've, point. Uh, that is cool when that happens. <laughs> yeah. I remember those teenage days, and I wasn't grossed out by it, but now definitely grossed out by it. And I'd seen, I've never watched, there's a TV show that I always see on the guide listing there. And Good God, who's watching a pimple-popping TV show? 
I feel it. A lot of yeah, pimple. I w- must have been born on a different planet. There's a lot I don't understand. Here's the emailer. I have been a pimple popper for as long as I can remember. <laughs> I used to pay my old boss a dollar for every pimple he'd let me pop. <gasps> he would pay? F- Is this Freak of the Week? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that incredible? He paid... Wait, he got paid or he paid the doctor? This is the emailer. I used to pay my old boss a dollar for every pimple he'd let me pop. Now, this might seem sad, but one of the most satisfying experiences I ever had with my husband was popping a huge pimple on his back. The sound it made. Stop. The, the there's way no, it felt. There's so much, there's this, so much in the world to talk about. And there's so many great things out there. You can just have, I know this is a radio program where we cut it up and have fun. But good God, people, take your head out of the pimple popping yeah, you, and move on. You can have Mike made, read this, and this is a total freak. Yeah, the sound amazing. it made, the way it felt, no. even though it was 12 years ago, I remember uh, it like it was yesterday. Thank you for making my drive to and from work so entertaining. Love you guys, Michelle. Michelle, I'm with you. Michelle. Yeah. I'm not. Michelle, we're going to fist bump. I'm against you. (laughs) We're fist bumpers if we meet. Uh, So Ashley is checking in here on Twitter and says, a year ago I made a tough decision to leave a pretty decent paying job because what came with it was the stress. 24-7 on call, danger in some cases. Now a year later I make half what I did before, but I truly have never been happier. You find a way to make it work. That is in response to our poll that we put out there. Would you rather have a high-paying job that you hate or a low-paying job that you love? Weigh in at R-I-Z-Z Show. That is on uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Of course, you can get a hold of us by email. That's rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. And, of course, watch us on the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. We are live on the Rizzuto Show presented by The Fast Lane. Let's get into a little bit of music. It is St. Patrick's Day. So we're trying to uh, celebrate St. Patrick's Day in every way we can from learning about the the tradition, how dang near everything started in the U.S., not in Ireland, <laughs> how wearing blue oh, is it's told... it's a complete sham. The whole thing is a fraud. <laughs> sham rock. Uh, and how, the, uh, how wearing blue, if you made a mistake, if you mistakenly... Did not wear green today. And you want to avoid being pinched or hassled. Mm-hmm. Wearing blue is okay. That was the color of St. Patrick's. So, so if you're English, wear Good blue, luck you're telling good. that to the pincher. Yeah, so I am <laughs> accidentally uh, covered. Why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, Scott, about the song that we have coming up, then wrap it into uh, St. Patrick's Day. All right. Well, this next one is a group called the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. We all oh, love them. And right. I'm sure you've seen their logos and all that stuff. Their shirts, they always have very Irishy themes. And that's because... They're a ska punk band that formed, you're never going to believe this, in the Irish town of Boston, Boston. Massachusetts. So that's why we got to have a... That's your connection there? Yeah. They, well, Larry Bird was on the Celtics. So uh, thanks, Scott. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Rizzuto. That's such a good jam. Such a good jam. We were just talking about that 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 band and, and what that song meant and the time that it that it uh, that it came out. What what year was that, uh, Scott? I'm gonna guess '96. I tell you what, that was one of those bands that I missed. Uh, I missed seeing live over and over. I always had this opportunity to see them and then just barely didn't, or they would be at a festival or something. I just barely missed it. Oh, I saw them a couple times, and I got a funny story about that. I'm just remembering, we saw them at a Point Fest um, uh, a long time ago, probably in in the late '90s. Um, and my buddy had worn a uh, a suit, you know. My buddy who was into ska, he had worn a suit, and um, so we were walking around Riverport. And um, I said, I said, let's to my buddy in the suit. I said, let's pretend you're in the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just come up to you and I'll say, hey man, can I get an autograph? And um, 
And so we went all around and we just kept making a little scene where I would be the guy that went up and said, whoa, you're the dude from Mighty Mighty Boston. And I'd have him sign something. Yes. And then all of a sudden there would be 20 people just surrounding <laughs> right, him. Right, yeah. And he was wearing a suit, so nobody questioned it. And he was just signing all kinds of stuff. And, we, and then we would just you know, walk 50 yards and do it again. <laughs> That's incredible. It's probably I, on Etsy's, or I mean, on eBay somewhere you could buy uh, that. Yeah, that he was, was signing Point Fest shirts and everything. That uh, was one of those bands, Dickie Barrett, right? That's the he's singer. A singer. Yeah. So it's one of those bands that when you would see him in the videos, and even if you were like, as long as you weren't like a diehard fan, if you were a mild fan or you liked what you saw on MTV and heard on the radio, like you probably knew what he looked like. Yeah, but, that but there's was like it. ten guys in that the band, it. and that was it. So. Yeah, so the Sky <laughs> thing was just walk, you know walk around a suit. He probably could have got on stage that he way. Probably oh, yeah. could have. I, I, I finally got to catch them. They we played a. Uh, uh, back at the beach festival with uh, Travis Barker and Blink-182 and and they were they were there uh, Goldfinger was playing and they were there playing right before us and I ran over there to see them and I could hear them from backstage it was a big open area on um oh what the heck not Newport Beach what one of those beaches anyways uh I can hear them and Huntington yeah they had just gotten back together or something they hadn't played in years yeah and it was one of the tightest best sounding bands I've ever heard even from a distance Dang. as I got closer I was like I, I at one point it's one of those moments where even a professional musician goes, "Wait a second, are they playing a CD? Is this what is this?" And you know that's not a track yeah, band; yeah. that's a pure live band. <laughs> Wild. And I got up there and I saw the last forty-five seconds, or close to the last forty-five seconds, and I was like, "Damn, that's the tightest band ever!" And then shortly after, they stopped playing again. Oh, yeah. bummer! They need to come back. Maybe we can get them for a point fest or something eventually. We got to talk with them. They really do. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. We are missing Riz. He's down in Mexico, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to truck on and do our very best. We appreciate you being with us and listening to us, supporting us through through the Rizzuto vacation. Uh, I mean, we have to be here contractually because you know it is presented by the Fast Lane, and we don't want to miss out. Oh. No. Heaven forbid that. On, on hitting any of those. You don't want those. those guys on your back. Mm -mm. Yeah, we just did listener emails, but I have some uh, some fun food news and some other fun news to get to. We'll get to it after the break. Band. Yeah. What a sweet band. Want another connection to St. Patty's Day? Yeah, it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. By the way, it is the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Tell me some details about uh, the darkness. All right. All the way back in 2005 on this very day, Justin Hawkins from The Darkness, that's the lead singer, his wax double at the Madame Tussaud, how do you say it? Madame Tussaud. Thank you. Her, uh, his uh, wax double there got the air guitar, uh, or judge air guitar skills of visitors. And, you know, they go on to play the imaginary guitar and all that stuff. So Hawkins said, I find the process of air guitaring rather silly, but he does give a good tip if you're trying to get into air guitaring, which I know Mike's interested in. Sure. And what makes a good air guitarist? Alcohol. Oh, good. Right. And so that's kind of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and it was just on this day. Yeah. Okay. He, his wax double judged. Yeah. That okay. Event. Well, it is also Justin Hawkins' 48th birthday. That's the, the singer for The Darkness. So happy Please. birthday and happy wow. St. Patrick's Day. Hold on. Today. Wait a minute. Can I say one thing? Did oh, you know please, that it was his birthday, I had no clue. But I guess that makes sense why they did something special now with his wax double on this day. <laughs> well, I don't know where yeah. you're getting your information from. That's for, the, birthday might be the first thing to pop up, not wax figures. Yeah, or whatever I, you're have, uh, about. I can't afford Google. Mine's gaggle. <laughs> it's a terrible oh, search engine. That band is incredible, though. I, I, I still think they're so overrated. You said they were just in town? They played Pops within the last, uh, I'd say, year or so. Yeah, I, th I think I remember seeing them. Maybe two years, yeah. Did you get a chance to see them? I didn't go. No, no. I wish that I is a band that is so incredible. And I, you think it was a shtick when it first came out. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, this is so silly. It's not really a real band. 
man. You know, I mean, your mind goes a couple different places, especially with that video. Remember how big that video oh, yeah, was yeah. with the, 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 UFOs, the, the purple the monster or something? The unitard he's, that he's wearing. Yeah, the whole the, thing. Yeah. I saw them live. I honestly, I, I, I unfairly didn't give them a chance until I listened to their second record. Somebody showed me their second record, which was n nowhere near the commercial success of the first one. Yeah. It had like a train on it or something. Yeah, it was right? super good, though. Dude. It was spectacular rock and roll. If you're yeah. looking for like that kind of feel, but really, really skilled. And that first album too, I, I had the same thing. I thought they were, you know, it was might have been a novelty act, um, but I got that first CD, and th there's so many tracks on there that just hold up. They they all could have been singles. So yeah, that band, and again, like he was saying, uh, watching them live, they're one of the most entertaining live groups. Yeah, I got to see them in Japan. We were doing a ah, um, we, we, well, we were doing that cool. uh, that VMAs, the the MTV VMAs mm. Asia. And I was sitting next to Pharrell, and and he was like, this was like before Pharrell was like Pharrell Pharrell. Yeah. You know, he was more no, known for the NERD stuff yeah. and the production stuff and all that. It was before Happy came out. And um, and we were there, and we were so excited to see Outkast, because Outkast was playing with the big band, you know, all the horn players, yeah. all that. And the darkness came out right before him. And I'm telling you, man, even with the brilliance that Outkast is and how spectacular that was, the darkness stole the whole really? show. I mean, they stole the whole award show, the whole thing. It was, wow. it was just like stadium rock done perfectly, perfectly well. That's uh, awesome. For the life of me, I cannot find the food news button. Hang on, let's see. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. We're gonna do no. some food. No, that's a, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna. I can't. I can't. Find, <laughs> I can't find the burp button either. But I need those kind of things. Burp. So let's let's do some food news. Uh, by the way, we'll we'll tie it in first with with St. Patty's Day. A study which was conducted by a food sensitivity specialist called York Test that utilized Google search data to find each state and what their St. Paddy's Day recipes have seen mm. the biggest rise in popularity over the last year. Researchers found that across the board, there appears to be a decreased interest in hearty meat and potato-based dishes and a higher interest in home-baked items like Irish soda bread. And breakfasts, of all things. Irish soda bread. Breakfast is crazy spiked. A full Irish breakfast uh, typically consists of bacon, sausages, mushrooms, tomatoes, baked beans, eggs, boxty. What's boxty? You don't know? Yeah, it's a little not. turtle. Oh, that's you embarrassing. Don't, you don't, you don't know, know what boxty is. Irish soda, brown bread, uh, black or white pudding. According to the survey, black and white pudding saw a... 1,369% increase in Google searches. Somebody must right. have TikToked. <laughs> Box D, you guys obviously are gurus if you didn't know that it's a traditional Irish potato pancake. Oh, I was going to guess like a turtle soup. <laughs> um, I'm going through all the states, and there are 50 of them. Um, and we are here at number 25, Missouri. We have searched more for Barmbrack. Barmbrack. B-A-R-M-B-R-A-C-K. Sky, oh. give me a picture of what Barmbrack is. Is if anybody out there is trying these or or has this maybe in a family tradition, Irish tradition as far as the foods, barm brack. What the heck is that? If I had to guess what barm brack is, I would think that there's maybe a mule involved, and maybe it involves some kind of scraping something off the undercarriage of a mule and then putting it in a pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this. Nevada also mostly searched for barm brack. Um, there's a couple others. Uh, full Irish breakfast comes from mostly the East Coast. And guess who guessed or guess who searched most for Irish coffee? Which, of course, you know is what coffee and Jameson. Drunks. Uh, yeah. uh, Missouri. Uh, no, I just told you Missouri was a barn. Oh, I thought that we went to drinks. Now. Nebraska Irish coffee. Montana oh. 
Mm-hmm. Irish coffee. Good fellow. Hawaii, fish pie. Yes. Yeah. California, Irish coffee. Arizona, full Irish breakfast. Uh, the Dublin coddle. What is a Dublin coddle? That's when you take uh, your two hands and you come up behind a guy. Oh. Uh, well, that sounds very Alabama because that's what they're searching for. <laughs> okay, so that's Barnbrack. Yeah. And uh, here's some wieners or coddle, I mean. Let's see here. Oh, it's like a potato dish. Okay. So there's that. Okay, and, so that's uh, a, br- what is that, a bread? An Irish bar- bar- brack is destined it? to become a family favorite. Sliced, toasted, buttered. It almost looks like raisin bread. That's yeah. It looks like raisin bread, yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, it's got nutmeg, lemon, a large egg. Oh, I see the large egg in there now. Uh, unsalted butter. I don't know. Interesting. Well, okay. on, on this show, we talk about tipping a lot, and a lot of people give us a lot of heat saying that we're, you know, uh, Sometimes over tipping, or we're, we're talking about it too much because you know a lot of people like, kind of push back on that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a thing these days. Might be, might be in this kind of group. If you should, if you suggest this, uh, the next time that you're out to dinner with friends, that uh, you know, let's say you're with one or two of them to split the bill. Apparently, people hate it. A new found poll, a new poll found that a third of us don't think splitting a restaurant bill evenly is a good idea ever, <laughs> unless everyone orders. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. Gosh, I, I've had great experiences with that. Once, uh, when I first moved to LA, I got invited to go to this really cool dinner with all these, you know, wealthy people. And I had not a dollar to my name at the time. I was getting 99 cent burritos from Del Taco. So I went and I was like, I'll get a coffee. It's five bucks or something there. That's very expensive for me right now, but I'm going to get that. So I ordered a coffee, hung out, you know, purposely was like, not going to eat, pretend I already ate and all that stuff. And uh, then the bill came and like, well, let's just split it. And for some reason, I didn't have the gusto to, like, say anything. So it ended up costing me, like, 40-something dollars for the <laughs> coffee. It's like, this is awesome. Ooh, and there was, like, 10 people there, and they split it in still Well, part of a bigger survey on sharing in general, uh, there's one more thing to know about it. That friend might also get annoyed if you ask to try their food. Two-thirds said that if, <laughs> if somebody asked to try their food, they considered not going to eat with them ever again. <laughs> I don't blame them. I wouldn't mind if someone asked for a bite of my food. I don't know. Yeah? Can I have a fry? I'd give you a fry. That's very heartbeat. 46% said it's a red flag on a first date for sure. See, I don't I don't know about that. That's cute. If uh, I'm if I'm willing to date you, yeah, I'm going to eat your food. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I'm, a whole I want to fry. <laughs> Anyone to find out if she's uh, you know, marriage material cuz uh if she's marriage material, she does that thing where she orders a little salad or whatever and you get your meal then most of your meals eaten by her, you know, and uh, you're like, oh, this sounds like a salad. King Scott experience. What? No. <laughs> Most people admitted they usually say yes to that request anyway, but uh, because saying no just seems rude, and they don't want to look rude. Uh, but if they do say yes, those non-shares would like you to at least follow these two rules: use your own fork, don't touch my silverware, and put it on a separate plate. Don't eat directly off theirs. Settle down. Uh, yeah, I think I would not, grab a fry with my meaty, grubby hands, and you've got to be okay with yeah. it. <laughs> it's funny they have all these rules, but guaranteed after the date, if she was like, you want to kiss? Like, no yeah, problem. come now. on. Come on. All of a sudden, <laughs> openings everywhere are being connected. and <laughs> Well, when you go to a restaurant, you are more uh, interested in trying several different things. We're talking about food sharing, or do you want your own meal and make sure everybody stays away from it? In a new poll, 48, sorry, 58% of people say that they sometimes order different dishes than their friends or significant other just for the fact that they know that they're going to want to share. They know that they're going to want other people's, a, a taste from other people's dish and willing to share their own. 35% say they would never, ever, ever do that. 
when broken down in demo demographics, it sounds like it's something that's more popular among younger adults living on the coast. Boomers in the Midwest Ooh. are the least likely to share their food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this isn't every meal. Some stuff like pasta dishes, soup, salads, those are awkward to split anyway. It's easy to cut up and divvy a, um, you know, a pizza or a sandwich or a dessert. The poll also asked if you ever order the same thing as a friend or a partner because you can't decide what you want. And 40% say that they have. 52% say they never would. That's a, that's my move more often than not. I hate ordering. And, um, yeah, I'll just, if I hear someone else order something, I'll say, yeah, that sounds good. I'll just do that same thing. Yep. My move with my wife, um, not with a close friend. I don't think I'd ever do it with a close friend. But my, my move with my wife is, and we have a real similar sort of palate. If the, if the menu comes over and something really just, like, shouts at me, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm getting that. I let her order first, or I, you know, she orders first. Sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't let anybody let do anything. Her. That's very nice of you, man. I have her order first. You see, yeah, you make you her. Have yeah. her. Hey, listen, give her that look. You better order right now. <laughs> no, no, ladies first. So she orders, and if she orders what I've been eyeing this whole time, I will switch it up real quick. Oh, because then I'm like you split anyways, right? Well, no, it's not about splitting. No. It's it's I trust that if she loves it then I'll know I'll love it for next time. And this way we can spread out. We're covering more ground. Wow. We're figuring out if this menu is really good. And you so know? you do all this at Lion's Choice every week. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Everywhere we go, that's kind, that's kind of the move. That's cool, man. It that's feels a, that's weird. That's a good way to do it. Does it not? Okay, if you're with two or three people and you all get the exact same thing, don't you feel weird about that? No. I've never felt weird Because if I get, that. I want to eat what I like, you know, and uh, so it's exciting. If I get my food, I don't care who what they're eating. Well, okay, I want yeah, I my guess, spaghetti with meatballs. I guess that makes that's sense. That's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know, man. I just I wanna I wanna I wanna spread out, cover as much ground. I'm into the adventure, yes. the absolute adventure. It's not a bad idea. I like to play it safe, order the same things as my pals, so we mm -hmm. no surprises. We have had a lot of people uh, suggesting different songs uh, for uh, for St. Patty's Day today. By the way, thanks for being with us again. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. You can always get a hold of us three one four six two four three eight three three or six one eight three nine eight three eight three three on the email Riz Show at one zero five seven thepoint dot com. Of course, you can give us your uh, instant feedback on the Points Mobile app and tune in to the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. Thank you guys for participating uh, on social media and for the song suggestions. A lot of them, a couple obvious ones that we, uh, I don't know, may, we, we may have missed with, with Scott's crazy list. Of course, one of the greatest Irish bands of all time. Big influence for me, the Cranberries. What's the tie-in here, King Scott? Well, they're a group of evergreen dwarf and shrubs and uh, trailing... Wait a minute. Uh, the band... Uh, they're an Irish band from Limerick, Ireland. <laughs> that's the that's the tie-in. You're ridiculous. Yeah, you're welcome. It's the Cranberry Zombie on 1057 the point on the Riz Show. Zombie on the point. It's the Rizzuto Show presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, people are weighing in on this Twitter poll, and it has actually switched places a few times. We asked earlier in the show, would you rather have a high-paying job you hate or a low-paying job you love? Which one do you think is in the lead, guys? Uh, I think the, um, the the poor the bums are winning. The, yep. uh, the happy bums. The happy bums are now winning by less than a half a percent. Wow. I mean, this is this is wild. A lot of people voting, too. Please weigh in at R-I-Z-Z Show on uh, Twitter. Of course, we are on uh, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, what else? In Instagram, all of that. We're live on the Michelob Ultra studio cams. We'll get to sports uh, after the break. 
in just a second. But uh, again, just want to thank everybody for the support. Thank you. Obviously, it is the Rizzuto Show, and there's no Rizzuto here for the moment. He's on vacation. No worries. He's having a lot of fun in Mexico. We'll have to check in with him again uh, later. He did say he's just going to relax on the beach, so he'll have plenty of time for phone calls. I am too. It is the Rizzuto Show presented by The Fast Lane. No Rizzuto, he's uh, he's in Mexico. And that's all good. We're still knocking it out. Uh, I made a promise yesterday. Uh, We were doing Freak of the Week, so we opened up the chat room on the YouTube, the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. I made a promise about uh, having Jeff Burton's cutout, you know, cardboard Jeff Burton here in the studio. I apologize. I I, I neglected that earlier. Had a couple things, a couple balls to juggle. And uh, but I remembered right at the end. There is Jeff. He has made his return. He was at the Hi, Jeff. he was at the cycle showcase with our buddy Randy uh, for the for the cycle showcase That's down there. That's really cool. Yeah. And uh, just what a special thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and Randy was talking about how big of a success it was. So thanks to everybody, uh, all the Riz Show listeners, all the weirdos out there that supported the cycle showcase, and of course uh, Jeff Burton and uh, and the show throughout this last year. And I'm happy to have him back. It is it is a pleasantly strange. It's like it's it's a strange, like, pleasantry and comfort to have the, the cardboard cutout. I it mean, really it's is. It's just a cardboard cutout, but, man, it really does feel nice to have him in the corner. Yeah. You know, back in back in the corner. Pouring wisdom into us. So that is nice. Uh, we'll get to uh, get to a couple other things, including a, a, a little, a, a couple more requests that we've been having on the uh, the, the Twitter. People have been sending their, their requests for St. Paddy's Day-related music and yeah. songs. But first... It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMensHealth.com. Tell me what you got, Scott. All righty. You've been uh, teasing this for a minute. And Bennington, he is in trouble. Yep. He has a two-game suspension for roughing and unsportsmanlike conduct in Wednesday's matchup against the Minnesota Wild. Bennington, he punched Ryan Hartman after the Wild got a goal there in the second period. And if you see it, Hartman kind of clips him, and then uh, Bennington didn't appreciate that. So he got up there and uh, and he got himself a nice penalty. And uh, then he also got suspended without pay, and he'll lose about sixty-five grand, which I guess wow. is uh, yeah, I guess it's technically cheaper than his dignity. So his next eligible game or fighting match, it'll be on Tuesday against the Red Wings. And uh, the fight was worth it though, because the Blues went on to only lose it by three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of times you see these guys get into the scraps to really try to uh, try to build the team up, give yeah. the team some motivation, even if they know they're going to be thrown out or whatever. But that was pretty egregious. That was a cheap, cheap hit. It was pretty intense. Now, I don't know what he was thinking. Is, is there any comment that he, has he made any comment? Or, not or that maybe they're not allowed to. Yeah, he probably just had an extra $65,000. He goes, what am I going to do with this? Let me just, yeah. <laughs> just clock this guy. Let he's me like, I, I, what I need to do. I commented, and it cost me sixty-five grand. That's yeah. probably what he's thinking. Did you see yeah. this, Mike? This, I, saw the, the I saw the clip of the fight, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the start of it, yeah. I mean, the... The, the fan, the, the, the particular side of the fan in me wanted that linesman to let him go. 
Yeah. Like, please let him go. Yeah. Because he, he would, I mean, they were going to go after Dude. each other. It was going to be a classic old 1970s, 80s goalie fight. Yeah. And the linesman was like, no, no, they're going to suspend you for two days. And it'll be 10 days if you start throwing punches. Who knows what the difference would have been. But yeah. 65K. That's an expensive suspension. In two games. That's it? Yeah. When's, two he, games. when's he coming back, you said? He, he's going to be back uh, Tuesday against the Red Wings. So they better be on their best behavior or All else right. he's going to take care of them. Skate, boys. Or yeah, swing away. Sit down, watch on TV, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do love his uh, his umph. You know, he's got some enthusiasm. Fun, man, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and on to baseball now. You know, we're just a few days away from opening day at the Cardinals here. And uh, Tommy Edmond had some stuff to say about the World Baseball Classic. He said it's a great experience, but... That's, uh, you know, whatever. I know that all of them are saying it, but I thought this was really cool. He actually uh, said he, whenever he's at the Tokyo Dome, he noticed one of the coolest things that he saw was for each player that went up in Japan, uh, they each had their own walk-up song that fans actually made themselves. And I'm like, that would be a really cool thing to do here in MLB. The Fan fans made? made the songs for each player. Wow, that's kind of cool. That's an interesting concept, right? I I, I think it would be awesome because I could hear right now, you know, instead of Rose Gold Gun, we could do something like uh, <laughs> Rose Gold. Goldie gun? I don't know. Goldschmidt gun? So this Something is for cool. this is for everyone or just for the Japanese national team? The Japanese national oh, team. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So Edmund. The, the, the players there. I don't think he got maybe he did. I don't know. Which I, would be cool I if he did. I want to know Edmund's song. Yeah, me too. Man, that'd be so cool. Yeah, isn't that nice? Um, by the way, Polo, our buddy Polo Asensio, a St. Louis Cardinales broadcaster, he's 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 got a lot of footage from from the World Classic. He's been doing man, a good job down cool. there. Cool. What a cool follow. Follow him. I do follow him on Twitter. Don't you yeah, just what, want to be at the games with him? I want to be everywhere with him. You I know, love him. He's his, the best. His enthusiasm and the way he goes about it and just um it it's one of those things that's infectious. So I'm hoping that baseball fans or, or, or people that aren't baseball fans or they're kind of fence fans, mm-hmm. fair weather fans, mm-hmm. follow guys like him. And really get into the Just sport make that it way. fun. Yeah, that's you know that's what always got me. I, I used to, I, I used to go to more baseball games than I do now, but it was because I had such a group of friends that were fun baseball fans. You know, even if I wasn't the biggest baseball fan myself. Um, if you go to the game or if you're watching games with the right guys, uh, it just becomes an instant party. Oh, yeah. yeah, Instant yeah. party. Honestly, that's that's how I got into hockey was because I, I, I didn't know any hockey. Nobody ever really took me to Blues games. But a buddy, it was actually a, a friend of Scott's cousin and his uh, his other cousin. We couldn't be farther related, but we're cousins of cousins of cousins. And he was he was so into the Vipers, St. Louis Vipers. Remember the St. Louis yeah, Vipers? Yeah. And he's like, you got to come to me. You got to come with me. I forgot about that. You got to come to these Vipers games. Dude, there's so much fun. And I used to go to Vipers games with Scott, who's my cousin's cousin's other cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and it got me into hockey. That was kind of the introduction yeah. into, into hockey. I mean, I know it was roller hockey, but yeah. it was like. But that's what makes it fun. You know, win yeah. or lose doesn't matter in that case. If you're there with a. With a buddy that knows how to root and get a little get a little party going. Man, this is why I want to create a whole series with Polo where we go to travel and see all the MPL games and then also go down to like Venezuela and watch Yadier coach mm. and do that and just Whoa. see all these different leagues across the globe. I'm like, man, that'd be a fun show. That'd be a cool tour. I'm down. Uh, also, we got some NCAA happening right now. Oh, yes. March Madness. A lot of dribbling. Mm. And uh, you guys also owe me some money. You know, wait, wait, wait. It, 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 before you get into that, I have some audio okay. that uh, I, I found in, in so many different places because I was trying to research the NC uh, or the you know March Madness, and I was following Arch Madness here because I was really interested in, in our local conference and who was going to make it. Yeah, and I was following that, and then here, here's here's a little piece of audio. Bracket Buster, Arizona with a. Will not go, and the 
the Tigers of Princeton upset the number two seed Wildcats of Arizona. Bracket Buster. Virginia, you got to take care of the ball against the pressure you're going to see. Clark in his free check. He didn't do that. He Furman has won. The 13 seed has beaten the four. So much yelling. Why so is much yelling. yelling yeah. So much bracket buster. But I did read that the those those brackets were busted. I mean, this is this is this is the excitement of March Madness, yeah. right? Is is the brackets and Riz read some astonishing uh, stat yesterday that said something like you were one and nine trillion. The, the to possibility have a perfect, of getting that, a perfect yeah to bracket, have a perfect yeah. bracket, which is yeah. impossible. So what happened? Well, uh, let me translate some of that noise you just heard there. There's a lot of okay. noise. Bracket so Buster! Like yeah, Bracket Buster! <laughs> so I want some, uh, can you do a sneaker squeak? Um, anyways, <laughs> you guys all owe me some serious money because like he said in there, the Tigers, they went on to win yesterday and it's their first time since 2010 that they won their first matchup in the NCAA tournament and they beat the Utah State Aggies, which we all are big fans of. Yeah. And uh, that, so they're going to play Princeton, which he also talked about getting, uh, they upset Arizona and Furman, he mentioned in there. They upset Virginia. These are all big deals. Okay. And uh, so the bracket is completely screwed. Busted. Yeah, over so that 20. Many, that many upsets already. Yeah, just insane. So there's uh, 20 million brackets that started this out. Like roughly, that's what they're estimating. And now there's only, out of all the different ones, ABC, Fox, blah, 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 blah. There's only 787 perfect men's brackets left after the first day. Out of how many? 20 million. <laughs> 20 million down to 700 Just something? shredded anyone's hopes wow. of getting this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, very Lust. neat, very neat. And, uh, and also, if you are if you want to get involved with the ladies' bracket, you still do that today. Go on, uh, You can sign up for the women's NCAA stuff as they ever get ready to start. But, uh, yeah, if you want the full 2023 March Madness schedule, scores, all that stuff that's going on this weekend, find out when the Tigers are playing, all that good stuff. Just yeah, I think I'm going to watch. I think I'm going to watch. My, my, Man. my kids and I have get, tried to get into it a little bit. We, we got into the Nuggets a couple years ago, yeah. and, and that was really exciting. And They're the best college team, actually. Yeah, and whatever, I don't know what I clicked on, but whatever teams that I have, oh, nice, nice. I, I caught what you just said there. Whatever, whatever I have set up with these apps on the Apple TV, uh, I, I keep, if I'm watching a show, it will tell me if the nuggets are about to come back. Like these little, oh, that's these cool. little notifications. Yeah. Flash you get up. nugget nuggets. Yes, which ah. I which I hate on my phone. I truly hate that on my phone. But on the TV, I'm kind of like, oh, cool. It's nice. And even if I don't click over, it tells you the score. So it, I know it sounds silly, but it's actually kind of helped me get into the sport a bit more. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're gonna watch watch this weekend. I'm excited. Man, about it. it is. Uh, sounds very fun. I wish I was in that stadium. And uh, anyways, I'm King Scott with sports. And after that home run, I think it's time. Call it a game. Oh, nice. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> Got to have a, an exit tag there yeah, on, on sports. Time there. Well, let's do a, a, another request we had on on uh, on social media as far as St. Patty's Day. It is St. Patrick's Day. If you're going out there celebrating, please be safe. Don't forget about that, uh, uh, that, uh, uh, that offer from Breakthrough Missouri. And Jameson Whiskey, they are offering those those free lift rides. So wonderful. Uh, from yeah. 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. I might uh, have them pick me up from here and just head straight to the party. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to sit here until 2 p.m. And, and <laughs> I will. I'll be here until 2 p.m. But you uh, drink first so you're but ready But be safe it. today. Let's get into a little bit of the, of the music. We were talking about Kings of Leon earlier. Yeah. You got some facts. Unbelievably interesting facts about Kings of Leon. And Unbelievably, their connection I bet. Yeah. To Ireland. 
I mean, because, you know, they're from the U.S., and they have this huge connection to Ireland not many of you would know. And here's the uh, here's their connection is that uh, they're half Irish. All right. So that's my you Kings of Leon You fact. have destroyed this list. Mike. <laughs> I don't know. Mike, yesterday I said, hey, Scott, it's tomorrow St. Patrick's Day. Let's celebrate with all, like, Irish bands. We're talking U2 and mm-hmm. Cranberries and, and whatever else. And mm-hmm. Just, like, put a nice comprehensive list and maybe, you know, little details we can go in and It'll be so much fun to talk about these bands and their ties to Ireland. This is what he gave yeah, me. What was I thinking? Good list. Half Irish. The Kings of Leon are half Irish. Yeah, yeah. such a such okay. a King Scott list. <laughs> Somebody did uh, request that song earlier, though. Like before we even started saying anything about uh, about the it's Irish. A great song, jam, so. man. Great band. Pretty pretty funny. I was at that show, the very the famous show here. With the bird poop. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I told you this during the break. You invited me. You texted me asking me if I wanted to go. I guess you had an extra ticket or something. And we had run into each other and exchanged numbers. We'd not seen each other for a few years, and then I ran into you, and I, we swapped numbers. Um, but I had just left town, actually. And you texted me a couple weeks later saying, hey, you want to go to Kings of Leon? I said, oh, I'm out of town. Um, but thanks for the offer. And then within 12 hours, I was seeing on, you know, rollingstone.com, the most sensational concert ever because a pigeon pooped in this guy's mouth. And I'm like, I would have been, been right there, but you saw it, huh? How did it, oh, how did it, uh, I was saw, it as legendary? As I saw the first three songs. I saw no pigeon. I saw no poop. What? I saw three very slowly moving musicians take the stage, get up there on the front, you know, and the, and the drummer. I couldn't really see the drummer. We had great seats too, man. We're we're sitting there, me and my buddy Eric, and uh, and they rock out three songs like straight off uh, straight off that record that was super hot with yeah. with Sex on Fire and Wheels um, on the Bus and Wheels on the Bus, and it just sounded awesome, man. It was it was cool, but like you could tell, and maybe and I had never seen it before, but you could tell like they kind of like didn't care to be there. But I thought, okay, maybe that's the vibe. Maybe that's the scene. They're cool guys, yeah. yeah this is a yeah. cool kind of. I got my leather jacket. I'm gonna stare at my shoes, play my guild, and um, that's what I thought I was getting. And then, I'm not kidding, that last note hadn't even finished yet in three songs, and they bolted. Like, they had planned it. Like, I mean, nothing, I mean, they they walked off all the same time. There was no commotion. There was yeah. nothing. They just left the stage. And then, all of a sudden, people were like, what the heck is this? What the heck is going on? Man. Music starts playing, and, and I see my buddy up there, um, who was running production at the time at the, at the venue, and he's on stage, and, and, and he texts me, hey, man, you should probably get out of here going to be a riot that he was worried about Whoa. that and i was like what why what's going on and he goes they're not going to play again and i was like oh, no way you know oh. i wonder what this is so they didn't give an explanation about pigeons at the time did they oh no 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 not no there was no explanation of that yeah. there was other things and i don't remember what was released so i don't want to just go shoot my mouth off here but um yeah the pigeon story was quite Interesting. I thought it was uh, legit. I thought it came from the band because I remember reading. Yeah. Maybe it did, man. I'm just telling you that I, from my perspective, I saw no, <laughs> no pigeons, no pigeon poop. I don't know why they just. I, I mean, that's such folklore now. I mean, the the when you say Kings of Leon, I think yeah. pigeon poop in mouth. Yeah, but if if, uh, if that's a fact. Go brush your teeth. Get your ass out here. These are cool songs. I want to yeah. hear them. Yeah, throw yeah, a shoe up pigeons. at the pigeons that you're worried about and keep going. Yeah, we got clean pigeons, but it makes sense if they're not telling the truth why they changed their name to Kings of Lying. <laughs> it's the Rizzuto Show presented by The Fast Lane. We'll take one more break and we'll be right back. Rizzuto Show. That is it. It is the Rizzuto 
Pseudo Show presented by the Fast Lane. Can't thank everybody enough. Obviously, Riz is not here. He is in Mexico. Everybody needs a vacation, and Riz has earned one, you know? Got to work on that tan. That's right. I want to say a special thank you to my, my good friend Mike over here, Mike Leahy. Thank you, guys. I love coming in here. You got anything to promote or anything? Uh, no, I just want to say may the luck of the Irish smile on you. That's right. Thank Happy St. Patrick's Day, and appreciate the wishes. Mike, thank you so much for the help, King Scott. Thank you, King Scott. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> He's just <laughs> looking at me. We said in King Scott. He's just looking at me else. with his, with his cowboy going? hat. Now, I appreciate all the uh, all the support from all you weirdos out there. Yeah, good job. Much Great job of, today, Moon. Yeah, much Moon, you did, Great. Hey, thanks. This is my first time behind the board in uh, in many years. Uh, definitely the first time with all the, the buttons and the options doing a full show. Uh, it'll be a live show all next week, so please tune in. Much appreciated. Again, follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. We got one more thing to do, and that is the Team Riz member of the day. Congratulations to Josh Ragland yeah, of St. Peter's, Missouri. Atta boy, Joshy. Hang on, let me get to this. There we go. Yes. It's all brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Oh, I'm sorry. Blog and podcast, King Scott. Yeah, we got that sponsored um, in part. That is by Pappy Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years, locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and the Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Thank you, Scott. You're that's, welcome. That's yeah. why you're here. This is the Pappy's recap. You tell me what we, we got. We got a few things here for all you nerds out there that love Star Trek. They got. We talked about the new the new lightsaber. The a new real, lightsaber. A real Star lightsaber. Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Sorry, they're the same difference to oh, me. You, uh, you we joke. got uh, Friday fails as well. Incredible Friday fails. Excellent job, Moon. A uh, man was arrested for impersonating a cop while directing traffic. <laughs> very sweet <laughs> endeavor there. Uh, and also a sad one. A uh, very tragic one. You got to check that one out. It's not an easy stealing uh, catalytic converters. So be careful out there doing that. But we got everything we covered today, including the NCAA stuff, all that good stuff, right there on our blog at. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Show. And uh, today's headline, or I mean, today's title is Openings Everywhere Being Connected. <laughs> that's uh, romantic. Mad, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for that That is one. lovely. Follow us <laughs> on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Have a safe weekend. Weigh in on our Twitter poll. Would you rather high-paying job you hate or have a low-paying job that you love? Again, our Team Riz member of the day is Josh Ragland of St. Peter's, Missouri. Yeah! The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.